everyone, Chris Hansen of Hansen vs. Predators and Catcher Predator. You're listening to Injustice for All. Listen, have a seat, and pay attention. Here we go. I will massacre you! We're here to fuck shit up. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Injustice for All podcast. I am your host, Jesse MacVentura. Yarlin, check it out. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm great. Remember that time we were in Predator? It was a fantastic time. You know, I told somebody to stick around. <laughs> I threw a knife and it's just... <laughs> That's when I stole your dream of being a politician. Do you have time to bleed? I don't have time to bleed. <laughs> hey everybody, and welcome back. So today is a very special episode because this is one of the reasons that me and you started this podcast mm -hmm. was one of the, so uh, because of the uh, recent anniversary of 9-11, it got me and Mike G talking again, like, oh yeah, we're supposed to have a giant debate on 9-11 because oh, me yeah. and you sit on opposite sides of this fence. Yeah, you're delusional <laughs> and I'm reasonable. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Okay. But, so... I guess we'll just start it off. Everybody, I don't, nobody needs to fucking explain what the fuck 9-11 was. If you don't know what 9-11 was, then you're either retarded or you're too little. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, really. Yeah. I guess they're teaching it now in schools for history. Oh, yeah? Because, what, what 2019? Yeah, kids today, a senior in high school wasn't alive during 9-11. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, that, thinking about that, I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm getting older, man. Yeah, well, Not I mean, old. it's just like Pearl Harbor type shit. Yeah. If I just glaze over it really quick. Maybe. I don't know. 9-11, I think, is a bit more polarizing than Pearl Harbor is, especially in our generation because how close it is in comparison. I think it was just the media magnitude. Yeah, definitely that because and of how much years, coverage. Well, sorry, the 20 years that we've been in a different country for no damn reason. Uh, well, we'll get into all of that okay. and more. And more. <laughs> Let's start off with where were you during 9-11, during the events you? when you saw it? During where were 9 you when they built the ladder to heaven? <laughs> so uh, I think I was a sophomore, I think, in high school or, okay. or a freshman. I don't, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Too many concussions. Uh, my mom woke <laughs> me up as if it was my fault, as if I was uh, one of the hijackers, sand negroes that hopped in the plane and crashed. Uh, objection. Extremely racist. Overruled. Oh, sorry. Was I not allowed to say Negroes? All right. So no, I'm talking about like, uh, because of the high, <laughs> the high, uh, I guess we'll call it emotional response to this. Uh, we're going to let all racist stuff towards brown <laughs> Middle Easterners fly today. You'll still get the button, but they will be overruled on principle. Oh, so just a regular day. <laughs> yeah, here in America anyway. Anyway, so my mom, she comes running into my room as if I was one of the culprits that okay. planned this out. Tells me as if I have some stake uh, into the multi, you know, the, the giant building that I got attacked. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, when I saw it, it didn't seem real. It seemed kind of fake. And another plane hit. And I was like, whoa, this shit's real. Uh -huh. It seems really methodical. It seems like someone had an idea, a plan. They were scheming. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So I didn't think very much of it. And then... <laughs> My mom's like, are you going to stay home? Or are you going to go to school? And I'm like, I don't know. That shit happened in New York. I'm going to go to school. Yeah, we're here in California. I get to school and it was like a ghost town. There's like a handful of kids. Why don't you mention that? Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. And there's a handful of kids and in every class we're just like watching the news about it. And I was like, 
what is us like watching the news about it going to do anything about it? And then the more stuff that kept coming out, the more I was like questioning it and wondering what the real motive was. And I'll just leave it at that. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go into my story. Okay. Where uh, were you during 9-11? Where were you, Mac? <laughs> I've, I have, I met a guy in a van in the desert who has a blog and he says, you're involved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jesse, <laughs> but a younger kid, I think I was in like seventh grade or sixth grade. One of those come down the morning. I had a period, like I had an early period. The pl first plane had already hit and like, I'm coming downstairs. My mom's like in the kitchen doing something and I'm looking at the TV and I, just, I see the news building caught on fire, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there, my mom's on the phone with somebody and that early in the morning too. We're, but, uh, right then on live news, I get to watch the second plane hit like you. And I'm like, I'm watching it. My mom's like, this is just like holding the phone to her chest. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's, and I think she was like, we're under attack. And I was like, I just remember looking at her and going, what, what movie is this? Right. It, it just looked like a movie. Yeah. You know, it didn't look real. Never seen anything like that. Like. Unless it was in an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Oh, yeah. Like, it hit me and Predator. No. But, so, yeah. And then, and then, it's funny you mentioned that. I did end up going to school. Yeah. And, yeah, it was a fucking ghost town. I never thought about that again until you just said that. But I do remember being in my class, and there was only, normally there's like 25 or 30 of us in that fucking classroom. For sure. But I think that day, there was probably like eight of us. Yeah. And we all sat all day and watched there's, the news all day. There were teachers that didn't show up, too. My teachers were there. No, I remember no. changing classes just as which TV you're going to watch. Yeah. Because it was you were just it. going to your next class to watch the news. Mm. But yeah, like so that's basically my whole story. And then obviously 9-11 affected me a lot because that's the thing that rolled me into the military. Right. Even at a young age. Yeah. So as we know, shortly after the attacks, the conspiracy theories started rolling out. Yeah. How were you introduced into the conspiracy theories? Uh, so it was actually kind of funny. I watched the movie Flight 93. Oh, that later, huh? Uh, yeah, like I so it happened and I was I wasn't really, I mean it didn't affect me in any way shape or form. I didn't gain any hatred or any of that shit. Uh, I wound up watching the movie Flight 93 and being emotionally invested into it. But then after I watched it, I was like, did that really like like, just trying to think of, like, how Hollywood would want to portray that that actual events had happened. Which I'm sure they, you know, goosed it up like they always right. do with everything. And I was curious of how realistic that was because I remember seeing what they claimed to be the crash site was actually a trash site. And then talked to one of my buddies and he's like, huh, let me show you something. Because he was kind of, he, he never really brought it up, but he was always just like, it's not what you think it is. And so I was like, okay, well, what we've been led to believe was what happened. Uh -huh. So he showed me loose change. Like, I mean, it, it probably was within the first year of it being made or two. I don't know. Somewhere it came out that. a little like, I think, oh, five or oh, six. Yeah. So, out, yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's about the right time. Yeah. 2006. And uh, I watched that and I was like, oh, okay. That makes more sense. Like the giant hole in the side of the Pentagon, how there's no footage on the most secure buildings in the United States. Hold on. There's, save it. There's, hold, save on, it. hold on. No, no, no. You I, save this for when we have the fight. Okay. When we mean you but go But there to was blows. just little things that were just like red I'm flag, just, red just, flag, red flag, red flag. I'm just asking how flag. you got introduced down this rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. So that, that was pretty much what it was. I saw more red flags than truths. Okay. And the loose change thing kind of made me go, oh, that makes way more sense than 
19 pissed off dudes that live in the Sahara or no, the uh, Saudi Arabia <laughs> and coming over here and fucking up shop. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. That right there. America deserved 9-11, dude. Fuck it. I'm saying it. Mike G. No, I would never. <laughs> no, <laughs> everybody listen. That's Hassan Piker from the Young Turks. Ali Akbar! Allah Akbar! Allah Akbar! Allah Akbar! All right, so this is how I got introduced to it early. Yeah. I got introduced almost like, I think, like two or three years after mm-hmm. it happened. That's when, like, it really started rolling. The crazies came out immediately, I think, in New York City especially. But uh, I just remember, like, my, me and my buddy, remember back in the day, like, going on, like, Rotten.com and seeing the beheadings and shit back in the day? Uh, I'm not a sick bastard, but I do know of the website. I oh, okay. never participated. But I like of the content. Those like Augrish and all these like extremely gory websites of the early internet days. Like I remember we were on there and then we were watching uh it was like a video showing uh the firefighters that went uh were walking into the World Trade Center and there was like a parking overhang. Mm-hmm. Like they came on this one side, it's like a fifty foot square, and they're walking through and you just hear this shit slamming oh, on yeah, top bodies. of it. And then you find out, and then they go, what the fuck is that? Is that debris? Because they can't enter on a side that's dropping debris or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then the guy walks out and goes, no, it's fucking people. Like, it, it was the jumpers that were smacking the top of this thing. And then they were showing pictures and stuff like that. And then the video cuts to this fucking loose, or like, not loose change, but like an earlier version of that, saying that the planes were holograms and that, yeah. like, all this, like, the early days of fucking 9-11 conspiracy were wild. Oh, yeah. They were crazy. They are like, there was no Jewish people in the building, and uh, the fucking Jewish holograms, like, all these Arabs did this crazy shit, and immediately yeah. they're like, fucking Jews, I fucking knew it. Like, yeah. it just went a little haywire. So I went down the rabbit hole on that, and I watched everything. Did you? Oh, yeah. Over the years, I've seen Loose Change. I've seen Loose Change 2nd Edition. I've seen Fahrenheit 9-11. I've yeah. seen all these fucking whack job YouTubers. And I've, I think I've absorbed everything, and I've come up with my decision. Okay. So, so why don't we go ahead all right. and you lay out real quickly. Okay. What is your position on 9-11 mm. and that of the official story of the events? Uh, the official story is a crock of shit. Uh, on what levels like what on what levels yeah the almost the whole thing i mean it was it was an idea that they've had for quite some time uh they didn't quite make it back at what was that 19 when they bombed in the 1993 uh, world trade center bombing yeah in the yeah. parking garage they didn't quite they didn't quite get what they wanted out of that and then i don't know 911 i just i think there's just too many coincidences that so are, are happening. You, are you telling me that you honestly believe in your heart yeah. that the U.S. government not I, o- like I don't perpetrated think that it, uh, this? I think they participated. You think they participated or mm. perpetrated it? I think they participated. And on what levels do you think they're participating? By, by that, I mean, do they have an active participation? They, or, par- they participated. Or they, just, just, they just didn't do anything to stop it? They kind of participated in it so that they could make money by going to war and spending 20 years in a place that they should not have been. And then they were able, by ha- by having this uh, act happen, now we have the Freedom Act, and now we have all this... Oh, the Patriot Act. S- the Patriot, uh, yeah, Patriot Act. And then we have all of this, uh, quote-unquote, security. security. We have all the security now. Uh, yeah, Just like what I've heard from other people that don't live in this country, from their perspective, 
it was like the United States stuck out their foot, had a gun, shot themselves in the foot, and then pointed at a different. They pointed at the 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 dirty desert holes and said they did it. Uh, objection! Extremely racist. Overruled. Yeah. All right. So that's your position. Yep. All right. Here's mine. After absorbing years of all this, very fun. Mm. I will admit that it is very fun watching all these, you know, conspiracy videos. Yeah. I believe that most of the official story is true. I think if there is any foul play or, you know, improprieties or whatever you want to call them, mm. it comes down to, uh, was it Flight 93? I think at, at worst it was shot down and maybe the government just didn't say anything about it. But where was the rest of the shit? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> but I think at worst it was either shot down yeah. or it happened the way it did. And I believe that the government was negligent in some of their intelligence handling and also uh, with their uh, reaction to the threats, which I can understand to a certain level uh, once we get into it. Okay. But all right, so be- before the debate, let's lay down some ground rules. Okay. <laughs> uh, because it's me and you, and we're probably going to yell at each other at some point, the ground rules are very loose. Okay. So what uh, are they? Number one, Yes. try not to talk over each other. Do your best, sir. I, that's really at me, I think. <laughs> Uh, number two is tempers will probably flare. So no hard feelings. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're, you're, you took your sensitive. No, I, I hid all the knives. <laughs> I hid all of them. And then the final one is try to play nice. Oh, I'll try. And at the end of this, we're just going to have this, uh, get fuck session where me and you are going to yell at each other. Okay. That sounds good. So I believe nine 11 was not an inside job. Change my mind. Okay. I, I don't the the whole inside job thing, like that to me it's a joke. Okay. It's an it's a joke. It's to say it's an inside job to say it's like one group of people were just like we're we're fucking planning to like do this. Like a rogue government agency. Yeah. I mean it, it's it's it was it's obvious that there was mold there's so many different heads that trickled down to make something this large happen. And for it to be I don't know if you would want to say successful, but I mean, it got us in the, into a country for 20 years. In the context years. of what it is, you yeah. can call it successful, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, selling, you know, you're getting people to join the military. You're, you're paying for ammo. You're paying for, you know, that, how much money that simp, that just what happened, how much money that event created so are for you those people on the higher, 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 higher up. For the military industrial complex kind of thing. Just... All, that's what you're talking yeah, about. There's, yeah, there's so many people benefited from this. Yes. Well, wars more profitable. More than anything else. Okay. And that's, to me, that's all this really was. So you're... are you, just a giant cash grab. So you could tell me if I'm wrong here. So your opinion is, yeah. is that 9-11 was almost by design mm-hmm. to use mm-hmm. in order to get us into war with Iraq and Afghanistan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and to implement rules and laws and regulations... Because all they would have to do is said, this is our new rule here. And then yeah. someone says, well, why are we having that? Do you remember 9-11? Do you want 9-11 to happen again? That's a, that's and a then, good point. Because and as a United States citizen, you have to go, oh, oh fuck, yeah. Okay, yeah, we don't want 9-11 to happen again, guys. Yeah. Because if you're the guy that says, oh, it didn't really happen the way that you, th- you know, we were all told that it happened, you're the crazy guy. <laughs> but if you, if you can somehow stomach and believe wholeheartedly that 19 
it's 19 uneducated sand Negroes hopped over to uh, Hollywood, Florida, flew uh, tiny single prop engine planes, barely were able to do that, then stopped at Staples, bought some box cutters, and then strategically flew a plane into the Pentagon, which is one of the most heavily secured buildings in the United States, and were able to accomplish maneuvers to fly two more planes into World Trade Center 1 and 2 with really good accuracy. I mean, I, I've tried it on Flight Simulator. It's really hard. Okay. You and, tried to attack the World Trade Center <laughs> on Flight Simulator? Well, okay, who interesting. Who didn't? And then... There's Mike G at his computer. And then you have other buildings that are collapsing because of magical fires. And just the the rate of speed that it falls down the, the first time well, here, in hold on, hold world on. history that a steel structure hold building on. collapsed due to fire. Okay, well, hold on. We're going to take this point by point. Yeah. Here's my retort. But so if you, can you believe that? that? Can you believe that? Yes. You believe all that had happened. 19. Hold on. Hold on. All right, so, the, so your your argument is, is that 19 fucking essentially camel farmers, fucking sheep herders yeah. that lived in the desert did that. That's not true. These weren't just, these weren't Afghanis. That's the thing. These were Saudi Arabian higher end dudes. These weren't, these weren't the run of the mill retards they slap a bomb on. These but guys you, were all, no, you, hold on. Let me, let me finish. Okay. You, I just let you go off. You got to let me retort to this. Okay. They were the Hamburg cell. They weren't living in Saudi Arabia in the Middle East. That was East. my they, question. No, no, dude. I'm re replying to what you said. Okay. So they weren't fucking dudes living in the desert, they lived in Germany. Okay. They were modern. They lived in the first world countries. They had right. educations. Then they got a lot of financing from rogue people in the Saudi Arabian government. That's the 18 redacted pages from the commission report is following that paper trail directly to Saudi Arabia. In the beginning, they thought a Pakistan has something to do with it. They fucking didn't. It was Saudi Arabian people. And so they go over to New, uh, Florida. They take the flight lessons. And there's this big hubbubaloo about the dudes who said, uh, oh, I don't need to know how to take off or land. I just need to know how to fly. That's the thing you're talking about, the shitty flight. No. Oh. The, 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 the guy who was reported to have really shitty grades by the flight instructors and all that stuff, that was one guy. Okay. And he was the only dude prior to the 9-11 uh, uh, attack that was arrested. And he was the only guy who was prosecuted after 9-11 because they figured out he was the 20th member. And that was one dude. The other guys just kind of were subpar students. They they weren't fucking assholes like that guy. That guy was apparently like a belligerent fuck in that air, airline school. Because you can see the instructors later on, and he talks about like, yeah, some of the guys were fucking subpar. He's like, one of them was Muhammad Atta had great remarks in that fucking thing. But the, the main dude that was like a piece of shit, he was already caught because of they called that in to the federal government. Like, this dude's hella weird, blah, blah, blah. And then they looked into him and got him. The whole reason they were able to do all this web of bullshit is because the CIA had a file on these people and the FBI had a file on the people, other suspicious activities in and out of the country. And they did not talk to each other at the time. Mm. There, I don't know why that got, of us being like America's, we thought it would be pretty common sense that the CIA and FBI would talk to each other, but they didn't. Yeah. So that's why they were able to go kind of under the radar. And then so <laughs> the, building, the building fires... So they hit the buildings. Also, uh, the whole thing about the hard turns into the World Trade Center, that's not true. Uh, they were flying directly straight at them. Okay. They weren't hitting the... The only one that has like a crazy turn in it was the 180 degree turn before the Pentagon. Just maneuvering that giant plane in general. Yeah, but all the... They, 
an airline pilot uh, basically came out and said, he goes, all you need to do is know how to work the autopilot and it's a wrap. And he goes, it's not that hard. Uh-huh. He goes, cause you can overall steer it like the way you want to. And the autopilot takes over stabilizing features. So the 180 degree turn, everybody's like, nobody could have made that maneuver, all this stuff like that. Like he hit I'm it just on 180 about, yeah. miles or 180 degree turn. Yeah. That was five miles away. He turned yeah. around and came back and did it. Mm. So that I, I, I don't agree. Like, oh, it couldn't be done. And it's not that it's impossible. It's just to us, it seems improbable. Yeah. So that does not prove. Though your retort was elaborate and detailed. Yes. That didn't answer my question. What Do was your you question? Do you believe that 19 guys... From where they were located. Yeah. You know where they're located. Hamburg. You believe German. that they did what we were told. Happened. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody, this is the problem. Everybody <laughs> believes, like, when the, before this happened, anybody who thought, like, anybody would shoot a yeah. rocket or anything at the White House, we all thought rocket launchers were going to pop out of the fucking lawn and fucking blow up everything. This is not true. No. We just had an illusion of thinking how safe we were. So you believe. So okay, so you you already believe wholeheartedly that nineteen dudes, yes, were involved in this, and these nineteen guys were the 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 fingers that started this. They weren't the fingers that started this. They were just the 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 motor. They were <laughs> they the were what they what pushed it forward. They're they're the actual moving parts in this. But otherwise, the fingers that pushed it were clearly high end Al Qaeda like uh, Osama bin Laden, Al Qazari, or whatever his name is. And Saudi Arabian financing, which the overall operation from front to back, including hotels, schools, everything, was only five hundred thousand mm. dollars. And for the Saudi Arabians, that ain't shit. Mm. They got the vat stuck in the fucking the fucking little cup holders in their Lambos. And you you think that they were able to take over these planes with box cutters? Well, they didn't take them over with box cutters. What they had was a fake bomb. And they told everybody they had a bomb. They had a box cutter in case somebody actually tried to take them down. And they did. How, slash how them are we up. getting reports of this? Because people who were on the plane called their loved ones and said so. Which at the time wasn't. No, I already know what you're going to say. And it was possible because they weren't they weren't 30,000 feet in the air when this happened. They were Mm -hmm. 10 minutes into ascent Mm -hmm. when it happened. They were only a couple thousand feet in the air. And by the way, at 30,000 feet, pilots had already reported like sometimes I left my cell phone on and I would get calls at 32,000 feet in 2000. 2001 yes yeah yeah that's like i don't know who like the whole statistic about there's a point zero 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 eight chance of getting a phone that's all bullshit that's somebody technology no that's no that's somebody who just looks at a piece of paper doesn't understand technology and sees a figure and just goes oh that means that's the percentage it was it was proven to be horse shit you but it wasn't until years later they actually had the technology on the planes to make it possible for you to transmit a cell phone communication to the ground so you so you're telling me you're telling me that those phone calls from the plane yeah were not real that loved ones that people didn't talk to their loved ones in a time of death wasn't possible no it was and it did they didn't come so you're telling me all those people are lying that they got phone calls from their loved ones i don't know who those people are yeah you don't because they definitely are you saying part of it yes they were just yes there were and there's there's recordings of them there's people (laughs) left voicemails i can play them for you well go for it i would love for you to play them but that it just it's not just one simple thing of saying, okay, well, there's these 19 guys that took over planes and then they, they crashed them. Okay. So then they were able to, they were able to crash them Here into two buildings. Two Stacy Lyle. Uh, she was a flight attendant on This is a flight attendant. Uh, left a voicemail on the plane. She had called her husband, Lauren, at home. Um, he was in the shower when she called, so he missed her call. And she left a voicemail message, which I'll play for you in just a moment. Um, 
She subsequently called again and spoke to the Lord when he had gotten out of the shower. But he didn't know he had this voicemail message waiting for him until about a week later when he got home from her funeral. So if you play that, please, Captain. This is great. Get another one. Uh, duh, duh, duh. American Morning, real time. Audio tapes release. 911 recalls her husband's last call. Voices of 911. Yeah, but th- there's a shit ton of these voicemails. So I just there's a say, shit ton of them. Are you say, telling me that they're fake? I just don't believe that any of this is. I, I don't know what actually happened. I don't know who Do did it. Do you believe those planes crashed into the building, killing those people? Hmm. No, you, what you think it was a hologram? I honestly don't know if, if there were or wasn't planes. What are you talking the, about? I don't know. I wasn't there. We all saw it. How do you not How did know? We see, well, I wasn't there. You could just see it on when? TV. You could see the footage. You could see it on TV. Yes. Do you realize and how stupid you sound? Okay, so then basically what you could say is I don't know if Trump's president. I've never seen him as president. I've only seen it on TV and Twitter. Uh, there you go. This is what the fuck are you talking about, man? That's not, fucking retarded. No, that's not retarded. Mike, just, I just want you to repeat after me. I'm kind of retarded. Okay, that is fucking stupid. That that's that's you being married to this ideology to re- refuse to accept basic facts, like why by seeing something on TV. So you think that what like the news just played that and the World Trade Center is what they just threw a tarp over it? No. Like what do you think happened? I just uh, did, did, did those planes showed, smash into that building? I don't know if there was planes that smashed into the building. You saw the footage. What no, do you think that I was? Di- I didn't. So what do you think happened to the buildings? Uh, that they were demoed. I know that for sure. They weren't. And I have hard, There's, hard, hard evidence to destroy this theory. If you no no we're gonna wait for the phone sense, call. If you have any sense to believe. That the only steel structure buildings, towers, to have ever collapsed in all history mm-hmm. happened on that day. Okay. Due to fire. Okay. And then they collapsed like a like a building made out of uh playing cards, collapsed and fell all the way down and just went boom, 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 Pancake. all the way down. Uh-huh. And then was this big molten pile of shit at the bottom. Which, how it's molten, I don't know. And then they're pulling airplane tires, inflated tires, out of the the, the record. They're just like, oh, yeah, we found a tire. Here's a tire. You're talking about the landing gear? Yeah. That was found a quarter mile down the street, not in the Did pile. they? Yes. It flew out the other side of the building. <laughs> so that was, the tire was able to, to withstand. Pass through a building, yes. And puncture I don't know anything. if you noticed, but the landing gear is kind of a rugged part of the plane. It's mm-hmm. the only part that slams onto the ground. But Everything the, else is But the aluminum. titanium uh, box didn't make it. Fuck no, it didn't. Okay. That's, like, that's because you know but why? you honestly, you wholeheartedly believe. You don't think planes building, hit the building. That a built not uh, fuck the planes going. It could have been a plane. It could, it could have, have been, been a what? A drone. It could it's have not been, a drone, okay? Because a, the military was trying to radio fucking fly C seventeens, which are smaller, and that thing made it forty five seconds into a flight before it smashed. What are you talking? They already figured that shit out back in the late sixties, C- early in seventies. No, they did. They had seven forty sevens. Yes, it's already been proven that seven forty sevens were remotely flown by NASA. Back in nineteen, like the late nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies, they were able to do full on flights, 
landing, taking off. They went through multiple fuels. Or, or, yeah, they didn't have any problem doing it way back then. So all these people, where are their loved ones? I don't fucking know. Pete Davidson, SNL. Fuck Pete Davidson. His, his dad's dead. Are you telling me his dad's just on vacation somewhere? He looks like he's on heroin. I don't give a shit about Pete Davidson. No, you need, don't, don't, don't just dismiss it because who he is as a douchebag. Like, he's a victim of 9-11. He lost a loved is one. Is he? Yes. Is he? Factually, yes. His dad was a firefighter. He's on a, a not funny comedy show. I don't care. That's your opinion. <laughs> yeah. The, the point isn't who he is. The point is what he is. He's, He's a victim. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'm, not, so I'm not asking you about this dude's fucking profession. Did the buildings okay? collapse? Yes. Yes. Were there people in there? Yes. Were there people Was in the planes? Was it tragic that those people died while the building collapsed and the people that were trying to save the people inside of it collapsing? Yes. Is it sad that the people that were in that area now are dying of lung cancer and a bunch of other cancers and shit because of whatever was flying around in the fucking air. Yes, that is absolutely terrible. I feel terrible for those people that had to go through that. Yes. That is horrific. So the, so I'm not you, denying you believe, that at You all. believe everything was basically the government setting it up up until I don't the know, planes it, hitting the building. The government. I'm not saying the government. Well, uh, who else would have done it? Who else could have had a remote control plane in the air? I don't know. Without anybody knowing. I don't know. But what I do know is that that building would not have collapsed the way that it did if a it factually plane, did if a plane flew into it. Yeah, it factually did, and there's hard evidence against it. That there's no fucking way that a plane can go into that building. I don't care how big the fucking plane is. It's not going it's to take already that been building down. Thoroughly explained. In fact, thoroughly explained thoroughly that it just pancakes down. Yes, like that. because it, even to the point where even now 9-11 conspirators, conspirators of today mm. don't even talk about Tower 1 and 2 anymore being a demo. They don't at all. They Ooh. only talk about 7. Who? The loose change fucking assholes. They dropped all that shit. What are you talking about? Loose Change First Edition was a I dog don't... shit show. They had to do the second edition. Yeah. Then five or six years later, I think in 2011, mm. they did another one, and that one wasn't even released because they had to change it. Good in fact, them. where he even they removed the part where he said like, "Oh, I thought it," because remember they said that a rocket hit the Pentagon first. Oh yeah, it was a six. They removed that. Yeah, they removed that. They're like, it was a plane. It's been proven to be a plane. Well, they could believe or I'm just disbelieve. saying you're you're using you're using these people who were proved wrong over and over and over and over again. I'm not using and you're just, people at you, all. You just but you're taking their word. I'm not I'm, over your own eyes watching yes, I'm a, using a my commercial own airliner smacking into a skyscraper. I'm watching a building fall. Yes. At it's just it's falling just at, as if. Any other dem demolition thing that I've ever seen, just free falling down, and then it turns into nothing. Let me let me. Play and some. it just. Do you know who Doctor Michu Kaku is? No. Doctor Michu Kaku. Yeah. Is, if not the, but definitely in the top ten smartest people on the planet. He is <laughs> actually it, well because Stephen Hawking's dead. He's the top theore uh, theoretical uh, physician or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Stephen, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, he was a but fucking puppet. Either way. Fucking Dr. Michu Kaku, he called it from the first day what it was. And he he addresses some of the shit you say right now. Do you believe that Stephen Hawking was real? Yeah. Okay. These are his comments on 9-11. All right. Discussion. It's so frustrating to us, but Willie Nelson was on Larry King, and he's suspicious, and he thinks the that smartest uh, dude it was on the a planet. controlled freaking explosion, and the building imploded, and blah, blah, blah. Could you give us, could you give us 30 seconds on that to shut up, okay. uh, everybody? Okay. So, uh, what do you want to know? Well, like, why, why, why uh, would people think this is a controlled explosion when obviously 
planes flew into this building, and the effects of fuel on the uh, steel uh, brought this down. I don't understand yeah, well, how people can't understand that. Two reasons. Okay, first of all, everyone's been brainwashed by seeing all these controlled demolitions. <laughs> we see it on television all the time. Mm -hmm. And so when we see the World Trade Center go down, we say, aha, just like I've seen on all the videos on TV. Well, these people don't know anything about controlled demolitions. Mm -hmm. Controlled demolitions are done from the bottom. You put dynamite on the bottom of the building, not the top. You'd have to be an idiot to put dynamite on the top of a building and have wait, it explode, wait, don't listen. right? Yes. But the World Trade Center went top down, oh, not wow. bottom up. So right. you saw the footage. But these people don't know that because they see all these videos on TV. That's the oh, first thing. Maybe the demo the guys were Australian, is, so they did it backwards. A woman commentator on her show, uh, fire does not melt steel. Mm -hmm. And she said that over and over again on her nationally syndicated talk show. <laughs> yes. Fire does not melt steel. Well, duh. Everybody knows that fire does not melt steel. However, it weakens steel, softens it, so that the, the softening of steel will buckle, will cause right. it to buckle under pressure. Yeah. It has nothing to do 22 with floors of pressure. steel. It has to do with buckling steel. Weakened steel cannot weakened hold steel. all that concrete, that's right. and, and that's it. Yeah. That's all you need is weakened that's, that's steel. Weakened that's steel. It. Oh, those people. That's a good That's a good. Here, here, here's another Weakened fact that, like, steel. for some reason, all these 9-11 troofers yeah. spit out, which troofers? is completely... Uh, troofers? Yeah. I got troofers, teefers. Yeah. But uh, there was no molten steel. There was no puddle of molten steel. Oh, the fucking, the fire chief... The, you, no, you there watch wasn't. the videos of when they're pulling up all the wreckage No, they're shit? pulling... The, the fire chiefs who were in charge of the uh -huh. dig site said, yeah. I've never seen a pile of molten steel ever in 9-11 or any fire videos building. of them doing... They're not digging a molten steel. Yes. It's not molten. He's saying, I've seen warped, damaged, and pulverized steel. Never a molten. It, okay. It's not a puddle of steel. Okay. It's, it, what it is, it's fucking steel that's been crushed uh -huh. under 102, what, 110,000 tons? Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. But here, let, let's call, like, so we had a surprise for the podcast because I figured you were going to need help, and I was right. I need help for with what? For because first of all, this guy. As of right now, you're the only one that sounds like a fucking buffoon. Well, this guy's gonna. Well, help you, you know, out. I take that back. You don't sound like a buffoon. You just you sound like someone that uh, has research. I agree. Is just <laughs> kind of reading the narrative and reading agreeing with narrative. it and going forward and We're going. Good. Yeah, Daddy wouldn't lie to me. Daddy wouldn't lie to me. Daddy wouldn't lie. Why would Daddy lie to me? Well, here you're gonna get a teammate right now. We're gonna call my buddy Keener. Right. I put out a call to the universe oh, yeah. about 9/11 truthers, and this is one of our responders. Hey, Matt. Hey, hey, Keener, you're on the podcast. Man, that was difficult. <laughs> yeah, what a pain in the ass that was. It was fucking, I don't know what the problem was, but uh, I hear him pretty good in both headphones. What about oh, you? Yeah, that's not good, good, dude. All right, so what, awesome. you've, what you've missed so far is me and Mike G are fucking yelling at each other. And uh, so I brought him in to, or brought you in to help Mike G out because he's losing desperately. No, yes, I'm not. He, yes, he is. Don't listen to that. Liar! Tell us what you know, you <laughs> goddamn liar! So so far that so I just want to get so where are you at on nine eleven like as far as you believe the conspiracy whether the government did it or just had acknowledgement of it and didn't stop it like what what is your position on it? Okay, so like coming from let me give you a little bit of background about myself like for people who don't know me like uh, thirty two uh, went to school for criminal justice like a very fact based oriented person i think logically with, with reasoning and critical thinking like i don't just 
take something at face value. I ask questions. I dig and I dig more and then I find out truths. I don't just, I'm not, I'm not eating like the sheep are with their head down. You know what I mean? With blinders on. So. Oh, good for you. <laughs> just fucking with you. Keep going. <laughs> nice. So when I initially saw 9-11, I mean, I was, I was a freshman in high school. I looked at it. I'm in, in all places I'm at. I'm in my science class. And we learn about implosions in, in fifth grade. Right? Like, so I'm in ninth grade science. Great. My teacher's not that bright. She's like a cheerleading coach. So she's one of those teachers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, so I see it. I'm looking at it, and I see that I literally, like, a week prior to this, I was, like, as low-key nerd as a kid, I would have watched documentaries all the time, and I watched, like, a two-and-a-half-hour documentary on implosions and demolition in, like, in specifically metro city. And I was like, well, that looks exactly like an implosion. And I was like, well, maybe it's not, so let me, let me, go, let me dig a little bit. And so back in the day when the World Trade Center was initially bombed, they rebuilt it. Uh, to basically specifically withstand a hit from a jumbo jet. And now the mainstream media is telling us that it's coming down because of a jumbo jet hitting it. Well, that defies what the building was made for. Before, before this, buildings were, were specifically made with structural steel around the, the main column of the uh, elevator shaft. So that was the, yeah, the it's, it's, it's called a, a, a steel tubular design. The outside is actually the columns. Followed by right. the, well, the, the center structure is actually the maintenance shaft. Is like the main structural support of the building. 9-11, Twin Towers, they were rebuilt from the outside in. This was, this was the most beyond over... But they, the, I, I know what you're talking about after the, the bombing from the basement with the trucks. They, they didn't rebuild the whole building. They, they, they did the first couple level of floors to withstand a truck bombing. They, they weren't, uh, the building was originally designed when they built it to withstand a 707. That, that's the, the figure for it withstanding a jumbo jet. It's from the original build. However, the redesign was from the truck bombing. I think they only did the first like four or five floors. Okay, well, in general, the, the structural, the way the, the building was built was different than any other buildings at that time. Yeah, it was a very bad design. No, no, it yeah, wasn't it was, it's a tubular design. It, it has a, it was it's overkill. literally a square of columns around the outside. The outside is what actually holds it up. It has beams that stretch across as the floor. Are you a structural engineer, sir? No, but I've watched enough about how this happened. You've watched, okay. Yeah, including both, all your YouTube yeah, videos. Yeah, the, the National Institute of uh, Standards and Technology did yeah. a two-year research and rendering of how it could have fallen. Yeah. And then including uh, Purdue University. Bro, they, did, they did a horrible job at that. Yeah. And they talk about a horrible were... job. It took two years to render all the physics. Mind you, Keener. What's up, dude? How long? How long do they take with these recent investigations? Two years and millions of dollars, and that didn't do jack shit. So that, you, that doesn't. You talking about the, You're talking about the commission report. Hillary's the commission report. Well, the, I mean, the commission report was wrapped up pretty quick because the CIA and FBI already had a ton of information on these guys that they just never so, shared with you. So, what do you? What are your thoughts, dude? That in the beginning, Keener, uh, when they first came out with all this news, they instantly knew. That it was yeah, Osama bin Laden. America deserved 9-11, dude. Fuck it. I'm saying it. <laughs> he can't start being a god. The commentators knew immediately, and, the, and then, like, reporters knew, and then, and, then the, and then the government knew, like, within days. Like, there was no investigation, and that's what kills me, because I come from a, like, you have a case, you're going to have a crime scene, you have an investigation of the crime scene. Well, if, if, if some passerby comes and fucks up the crime scene, they could go to jail for that. 
So we have our own government. We're supposed to be, you know, lady justice, like, like got to prove the, the guilt or, or, or whatever you want to call it. And there's no, no, no actual investigation. Like the steel was chopped up into China. That's yep. good American steel. I used to work for a steel mill. I currently that, 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 when they shipped off the steel to China, that was later on. The, the whole reason they went at the pile so fast is because it was a frantic rescue effort. They were convinced they were going to pull people out of there. That, in fact, they brought in no, cranes and everything just to throw land. everything out of the way and throw on barges. You have plenty of land in the United States that can hold that. That is high quality American steel yeah. that costs more than Chinese steel. There's no point. There's no reason whatsoever in the world to ship. The logistics of that is retarded. You're going to ship shit to China when you can sell it? It's, not, it's not that they grabbed every piece of steel and shipped it to China. There's still a ton of steel here. In fact, one of our naval battleships is made with it. And then you have all these uh, uh, all these okay. memorials so, so across the United States at truck stops. <laughs> the what? Even more so, you're destroying the evidence of the material. But I'm saying, like, there's all these memorials that have, like, people, like, restaurants and stuff, in order to pay for some of the funerals and some of the relief funds, they had people privately purchase beams from them and set up memorials. Like, oh, this is a beam from 9-11. A a truck stop in, like, Nevada has one. I've seen it. And how do they know? How do they know where that beam came from? Because it was in the pile. Just like the moon rocks. How can they verify it? How can they verify that? They don't know that. Yeah, because I mean they they bought it legitimately from the relief effort. I better imagine that if anybody had uh, uh, like an access to the metal, it would be the relief effort. I definitely think that if this actually happened the way that they said it happened, a we wouldn't have known exactly who done it. Yes, we would. The day well, within hours of it happening, we wouldn't have known who done it. We wouldn't have no known why. We wouldn't have done have gone about it the way that we did it was very easy to figure out who did it because the moment it happens they go which flights are those they go to the airport they pull up script they pull up videos of who's in there and names and they go who's on the fucking fbi watch list and they get 19 hits dude no isn't it some of those hijackers hijackers are still alive and they just so happen to find homeboys uh that's that's ridiculous if the government was gonna fake 9-11 and pin it on some arabs wouldn't they pick ones that were already dead you would they, think they wouldn't, so. they wouldn't you risk would picking ones that were fucking alive. You would think. The, the, the government, listen, the, you can't have it both ways. Either the government is this fucking crazy, smart, fucking cynical, fucking I never master planning, smart. like genius level fucking plotting, or they're picking dudes who are actually alive and could eventually have it blow up in their face. No. They, they can't um, be evil geniuses and retarded at the same time. Not, I'm kind of um, retarded. <laughs> So you're telling me that you, you have full trust in, in the government and Absolutely everything. Absolutely not. But I'm just saying that this thing was such a fucking that there's dude, the U.S. government couldn't hide a blue dress with cum on it. And you're telling like they, they've had over 200 years of practice and they can't run the post office yet. Somehow they could do this. plan. That's, that's that would why take, I'm saying that it wasn't our government that did it. I'm but, not saying but that there they, would be thousands they, of people they involved participated in, this. in it. But the, okay, the, what well, I'm saying in order to pull this off, you would need thousands of people in on no, this. Yeah, but they don't have to all know a, what the fuck's going on. That, can we just get a baseline agreement that building seven was not hit by a plane? It was, it was not hit by a plane. And it fell due to what? It, due, it, due to, it fell due to structural damage from the fucking <laughs> two buildings right. that fell. And, it and, splashed and into it, and then a raging fire unchecked by a sprinkler system. And 3,000-plus engineers and architects have petitioned against this fully, like putting their careers, names, reputation online, saying, 
a real investigation needs to be done because that defies all laws of physics. I, I, I've seen, I've seen, after you told me that, you mentioned that to me and I went and looked that up. And he's absolutely right. There's a list of over 3,000 uh, physicists across the planet that want a new 9-11 investigation. However, what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. The, the, nothing had, on this level had ever happened before or since, really. So the right, physics, so what, what the physics are incredibly hard to pin down. The only way you could actually kind of figure out what happened is by taking what you see on face value and applying it to physics. You can't just man, take what you think and then physics, apply physics. Science doesn't lie, man. Science does not lie. You science, cannot science have lied all the time. Listen, listen, Mac, listen. No building in the history of the world, of right. the world, right. has ever fallen due to structural fires, ever. Nope. Ever. And especially never at free fall speed. Nope. The, now, if you look January, at the video, January 2017, another steel tubular structure in Iran fell from a fire. And, and it fell in its own footprint, exactly the way Building 7 did. And it did not have structural damage. The, the one case everybody likes to point out was I think it was a building in London. It was very that, similar. That, it was that, very that, similar that, size one, to Building 7. The what? That's your one unicorn example of a building that's built in a third world country. With <laughs> but no, it, and the, it doesn't matter if it's built in a third world country. The bottom line is it was still the same design, the steel it tubular structure, the, the same shitty me, structure. You're going to tell me that a design that's built with steel and a design that's built with wood is going to be the same. They're not strength. wood. I'm telling you, they, they were very <laughs> comparable to each other. That's the whole point of it. Everybody... It's not, it's not comparable to the World Trade Center metal. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying WTC 1 and 2. I'm talking about Building 7. Building 7 was considerably smaller. And by the way, everybody's like, oh, the, the two towers and Building 7. I'm like, what about the towers 1 and 2 fell? That's the big spectacle. 3, 4, 5, and 6 were all pulverized. No one says shit about it. 7 falls. The firefighters are there. They see a buckled bottom. They don't even go into 7. They're ordered to stay out of it because it looks Dude, dangerous. There's really video that, footage of construction workers walking away from building seven and the guy goes back up. He goes, it's about to blow. It's about to come down. Yeah. The, like, no firefighters have been down. saying for hours that it was going to come down because they saw that the, when the buildings fell, the fucking debris splashed into it because it was the nearest building that wasn't pulverized. All the buildings closer to the world trade center in the direction of the fall were pulverized. That was the first but one that caught the splash. So it, it caught, it caught like you're standing in front of the beach and a wave splashes against you. It busted out some bottom of it. And then the a fire raged on 10 different floors all at once. And the Man, sprinkler system failed. Fire rages. A fire cannot bring down that building. It's it absolutely no, can, Keener. It can. It, Listen, our, everybody wants to bring up like uh, Matt, everybody Matt, wants to mention like thermite. To, is, that, is that what you're I'm not an engineer. None of us are engineers, scientists, physicists. But three thousand of them that call bullshit on that. Yeah, but they, we also don't know who the fuck those people are. I just brought up uh, Doctor Michu Kaku, which I'm sure you probably heard of. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you heard of him? This, hey, so, <laughs> yes, do, yeah, you, so he, he, he has heard of him. Okay, Doctor so Michu Kaku oh, is hold one on, of hold the smartest You've been people talking on the for a while. It's my turn. Jesus Christ, you right. fucking uh, quick psychopath. Point of privilege. Quick point uh, of personal privilege. Yes. So this fucking guy, it doesn't matter what we say, Keener. This guy's obviously been drinking the Kool-Aid a little too hard, and he's been sniffing his own farts. You guys are just basing everything just on shut circumstances the fuck up for a minute and, and your own talk. bias. Let me talk for a minute. Fine. Because you've been what going you, off. Bro, there are literally numerous, and I mean countless books that are, that are all about 9-11, whether it be the plane that, that landed in a field that there's no remnants of a fucking plane right. or where it's covered in the Pentagon and there's no fucking remnants of, of, of a plane hitting the Pentagon. That's a lie. Or, that is a flat out lie that there's no remnants of a plane. Yeah, fine. Show me something. I will, I will show you right now. 
There was absolutely plane parts at the Pentagon, and there was absolutely plane parts in uh, Pennsylvania. Do you think? Wait a minute. Show me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before before I even show it to you, do you think the government would fucking they're they're gonna plan this big elaborate like oh a plane crash and then what sprinkle tractor parts around because fucking they won't know the difference? That's what. Are you out of your mind? Is that sort of look like? You're out of your mind. This dude's bleeding so much red, white, and fucking blue. It's not even. You guys are fucking out of your mind. No, the person that's out of his mind is the person sitting across from me, not the person on the telephone calling in, or definitely not me. Man, and Shanksville, and Shanksville, that plane, the quote unquote plane that that landed there or crashed there, that they, they, I guess the the, the Americans finally got ballsy and it overtook the plane and it crashed. Yeah, in flight number three. There were no bodies found. The coroner said within 20 minutes, I stopped being a coroner after about 20 minutes because there were no bodies there. Wallace Miller, coroner of the the Sumsec. Country Pennsylvania, so he he didn't have a job anymore because there's no body. The manifested there was 220 something bodies or however many it ended up being only after that was only four. It was 224, 224 to 40. So they couldn't get the facts straight. Are, are, no bodies were found. Real quick, are you aware that both the loose change 911 guys and John Gold, the other giant 911 guy in New York City, have both backed off the the claim that the Pentagon was hit by a rocket and was indeed hit by a plane? I didn't. I didn't see any proof of, of the plane of the proportion that they said they hit that that building. It was a tiny little single engine plane. No, that was no, no, no. Th- was- those guys have completely backed off that theory. They, they because they've been shown the parts. Who gives a fuck about these? If the guys okay, said on, it on, was or wasn't, back up, back up. How is a plane allowed to hit the fucking Pentagon? Do we yeah. not have a defense system? Right. That I, I, before, the be, before I got before I got you on the phone, I, we had discussed that. What I was saying is, we all thought we were so safe. Like we all thought, like if somebody came at the White House, like rocket launchers would come off the roof and launch. No, but that just wasn't <laughs> fucking true. The the, okay. the thing is, is, the Pentagon is built in rings, and it's just reinforced nuclear like uh, nuclear blast walls. That's why the fucking. I'm surprised the plane got as no, far in the building as it did. When any plane is set off course. A, a fraction they are immediately notified someone gets on the line they talk what's going on and they figure out what's going on the second they don't get an answer they can take over that plane electronically if they want they have the, the technology and i forgot i read into it some some company does the the, the software for it i don't know i forgot their name but perhaps but perhaps that's the thing now but i doubt that remote access from a, an airport onto an airplane back in 2001 yeah, I get, I get, I, I, I'm just telling you right now, I do not believe that, and this is the first I've ever heard of that. What is a drone? Yeah, drones weren't around in 2001. Yeah, they were. Not, not well, at a fucking gonna... size of a 747. Yes, they were. We've already gone over this. It was in the late 60s, early yeah. 70s. So every every airport just has remote access to that fucking thing. According to you're thinking the size is being the factor. It's the science behind the technology that's driving it. Size is 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 irrelevant. Liar. Tell us what you know, you goddamn liar! The issue, the issue I do is, is not that believe it goes that. against his narrative. I d- no, it's not against my narrative. Yes. It just seems highly improbable. Okay. Regardless of that, your your stance, your soapbox is so fucking tall that you you're losing oxygen. What? Well, you need you need to stop. <laughs> do I need your, to lose you need oxygen? Stop and catch your breath. Wait, wh- and, and what? just hold on, hold on, and just step aside. And instead of shutting us down and saying that everything that you have in your uh, rattled brain, uh-huh. uh, mush, mush. Uh, just, 
try to accept some of the stuff. Just, I mean, just if, try if you to give bring me something in. like, like I'm not doubting that in. that technology logic, exists. Sir. I just don't believe. I don't. I have a hard time believing that that existed in 2001. Mm. I have no doubt that that probably exists nowadays, especially because after 9/11, all the money that was dumped into defense, and now the TSA are fucking a bunch of Nazi forces that fucking you know fall your balls all the way in. They're Walmart employees. They are, but they're paid as Walmart employees, and they have the IQ of Walmart employees. However, they have the authority of federal. What officers. have they done? Nothing. They've done jack shit. Exactly. I agree with you. But here's here's the giant problem. This like the motives are fucked up. The idea that the government could have pulled off this thousand person plan and nobody's come forward. Not, not a single construction worker has said like, oh, yeah, when I would go into buildings and remodel, they had me pull down the drywall and fuck with the fucking steel beams. Not one. Not one fucking dude has come forward. Not one air traffic How would controller. We know? How would we know if they did? Was like, I was told to stand down. How Nothing. do we know? How would we know because if they somebody, did? Because if, if you were, even if like you were asked to do something, say you didn't know the whole plot, but you knew like, hey, we got this special paint. Uh, we Don't smell it, by the way. And we want you to go into the office and do your normal remodel where you move furniture around and maybe change a wall here and there. In the this office building. Because everybody talks about the construction in 9-11. That's how they got the explosives in the building. But the uh-huh. thing is, is it would take a minimum of six months to wire one of those buildings. And you have high tension wires pulling in on each other. You need the debts and, and certain structural points. You need, to, you need to cut the beams. You need to do all this crazy shit. Somebody would have noticed all of that shit. It's not like everybody just thinks like you just put the wall back up. And nobody notices. No, there's fucking you, miles. You know, there's know, miles of cable. Miles of cable going back to a detonator. You know, thermite was fine in, in many samples of dust all over New York City. The what? Thermite. Nanothermite. Uh, you know what? This is this is this is one of my favorite parts to debunk because it's absolutely preposterous. Thermite. Thermite is not some special chemical. It's not some special explosive. It's aluminum powder it. and iron powder mixed together. That's it. That's all thermite is. It's the burning that intensity burn of aluminum with the fuel source of iron. That's all that it is. That can burn extremely hot for a cut charge, and you know that. Yeah, it, bur- it burns at 2,200 degrees, and the melting point of steel is also 2,200 degrees. The whole theory that thermite was used in the buildings is because when they took samples of dust, they found what were called iron microspheres. There was no such thing as thermite residue. Thermite residue is actually aluminum microspheres, and then you have what's called eyeballing microspheres, which is aluminum, which is white, wrapped around a black piece of iron so it looks like an eyeball. What they found were iron microspheres. And so they deduced from that, oh, because iron microspheres are created when iron turns to liquid form, that something must have melted the beams. So the only thing they could think of was thermite. They jumped right to thermite. Meanwhile, iron microspheres are just sparks. They could be happening from grinders, from welders, from Again, steel no, wool, cigarette okay, lighters. You're they come from everything. I've seen video that 10 ways you can get therm- or microspheres. What? But it, they found actual thermite in the dust. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. I've looked at, like, they did a giant fucking TED talk and giant fucking presentation on the fucking thermite residue he's is just, aluminum microspheres. There was not aluminum microspheres like, oh, there. Oh, give me all the that only propaganda. place. The only place they found a significant amount of aluminum was plane debris. He loves it when the That's pro- it. propaganda just pegs the fuck out of him. What he happened? Loves here, here, here's how this here. You guys want to know how the World Trade Center came down? I'll tell you right now. All right. The plane flew into the building. You know how you, it did. Yeah. You, you know I've how watched, it happened. I've watched enough renderings Which and kind of fucking nail it. I'm saying I have no actual clue why or what or who fucking did it. All I do know is, is that... Those buildings shouldn't have gone down the way that they said that they did. Did they go down? Yes. Did people die? Yes. Did they go down the way that they did? Yes. No. Did things yes, hit? No. Did. Shut the fuck up. Every single architect said that building should have come down asymmetrical, which means 
The top would have came down, yep. hit to the point that it was initially hit by the plane, and then it will topple over one way or the other. It would not have come down perfectly. Not necessarily, because like, you. No, that, that's not. That's not what we're talking about. Because all right, so the plane smacks the building. Not necessarily take, takes out the support beams on that, because that the, the outside of that building is yeah. the support of it. Again, so it takes out the. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me just run through this real quick. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Birds put, put holes in aluminum planes at 30,000 feet, and they got to fucking come down and make an emergency landing because a fucking bird put a hole in the head yeah. of an airplane made of aluminum. Yeah. You're going to tell me aluminum is going to go all the way through all those beams? Yeah. You, you know why? Because it's called velocity, Keener. Okay, you can watch a fucking a piece of shit wooden post from your white you picket fence no go idea. through a telephone pole during you a hurricane. Have, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking that about. That is fact. So what happens is, is a plane, <laughs> a plane at low altitude booking it at 500 miles per hour, which is almost enough to rip uh, that plane apart, yeah. smashes into the building. Doesn't okay. need to go through it. It just needs to smash into it. That yeah. aluminum, the weight, the velocity is uh, mass times speed. He's spiraling So right now. you have that mass smacking into a small area of that this map. building. <laughs> That Mac. Yeah, the Mac smacks in this building, takes out the support means. You're not going to deny that because you can see it in the pictures. Those beams are fucking busted out in almost a cartoon form of a plane. His world okay. is collapsing as he knows You see 10,000 gallons of jet fuel spill in there and ignite and dump down the elevator shaft. It <laughs> knocks the insulation <laughs> off the beams around it. He's starting it, to hyperventilate. So now you have the 1,200. <laughs> so I'm going to agree with you here. Yeah, the 1,200 degree fuel fire igniting an 1,832 degree office fire. Okay, at 1,800 degrees, that would be steel, the hottest office fire no, ever it's recorded. Not. No, it's not. Show me the hottest, the hottest one. I'm not gonna do that right now. Do it. No, because just you know what? Show me facts. Do, do, here, You're just I, I don't even need to do it because shit. the melting point of steel is, is oh even at 1,800. God. The melting point of steel is at like 2150. No, or higher something than like that. that. No, it's the not. The steel that was made at the World Trade Center. It's was not some than special that. fucking like Keener, the thermo Keener. steel. It's do you, not. Do you have any idea? How, you know how much that how, building would cost the if they fucking made it out of adamantium? What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? You man? need to follow your own you rules. Think, you think that they're going to put sheet steel in the most probably, I don't know, important financial buildings in America? No, it's no. going to be the highest. And back in the America. 1920s, they were just American steel. They didn't give a fuck. There was no, they, they were still raping no, bitches legally and driving drunk. Americans, our steel was so much better. That's why people were buying from us. Right. Yeah, we well, did have great steel in comparison to the rest of the fucking world. Steel now is back, very different. Back when America was great. So, yeah, back when it was great. <laughs> but at, so like even even 15, 1800 doesn't matter. At 1800 degrees, steel has the uh, strength at 10%. It doesn't, there's no such thing as they smash in the building but and melted the steel. Sag. That's not it a thing. Sag. It will not collapse within itself. Nope. Steel sags, but it never fully No, gives steel weight. buckles. And then if you're it, keeps saying steel buckles. buckles, you have the support beams knocked out on that one side. You have the floor that's demolished. The, the floor is what's keeping stability to the elevator. Do you shaft. think that that the thing cement was made flooring. out of fucking wood? You smash that out. You have the steel buckle. And then once one gives 22 floors, and this is the one that you hit seem first. Really sure about this, this is the high hit. This isn't even the low hit. You seem pretty sure. I'm positive. Are you? Yes. So you have the high hit which is 22 floors, and all of a sudden, now that one floor, which was supposed to suspend the floor above it, and that's it, and then progressively work its way up, has all 22 floors dropped on it uh -huh. at once. Yeah. Boom. So then why, and then it, it pancakes the down and drops down. And of course, it free falls because the building shut the fuck up. Let him talk. What'd you say? Why is all the concrete from the very top of the building pulverizing from the very top? That cannot happen physically. No. What are you talking about? Of course, it, it fell from the top of the building. Any fucking, I could drop fucking no, anything from, I could drop this bang energy drink and it'd be pulverized. No. Matt, the top levels immediately start pulverizing as it's falling. 
Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. Yes, it does. No, it when you doesn't. think about because it, while it's falling, no, it's man. collecting Matt. force and pressure. Listen to it. It's collecting Matt, with him, each floor it. it drops. Let him say it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see where okay, I'm at I'm over here. To, I'm going to assimilate. Look, I'm going to assimilate the, the Twin Towers, the building that has concrete into the earth, as you on the beach and about, say, mid-shin of sand. Now, if me, you know, velocity, like you were talking about, coming real fast, if I run and I punch you hard as I can, we'll say same distance would be up, would be, say, around your sternum. That's where the Twin Towers got hit. I punch in your sperm. Are you going to fall straight down to the ground in your own imprint? Or are you going to topple over because of physics? But you, you're oh, acting. That's bullshit. Because number one, I'm a, I'm much more of a solid and more. <laughs> He's but, so uh, athletic. I'm so athletic. Yeah. But like, I, I, I'm more like my center of gravity is in one piece. I'm not a building made of a billion parts. I saw him do 20 pushups and almost have a stroke. It's, it's, it's going through the <laughs> it's going through the path of least resistance, which with a floor collapsing directly below it. And gravity no, pulling it straight down. The path of least resistance is straight down. And if it lands flat on top of it, it's not going to fucking shimmy over to the left and then tump out like a hat falling you are off. Literally, you are literally proving yourself wrong because all yeah. the architects, their main, their main fucking point was this building can't come straight down because that is not the path of least resistance. That's the path of most resistance. The thing is, it's such a. It's not like it was leaning over and it had access to the fucking uh, what, free what, fall what I'm drop. Saying, boy. It came straight down because that's what it's on top what of. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, yeah, boy, you're not listening, to me, boy. Mm-hmm. He's spiraling. Listen, if you get no, hit not on spiraling. one side, you be, you're acting like this thing like had him. GPS. Matt, listen, listen, Matt, if you get hit from one side of the building, that building is now weakened. Yes, the rest of the building is not as weak as that part. Would you say yes or no? It depends on how it's structured. If you say it took it out like a fucking cartoon, I'm assuming that's the side. That, that, that side weak. is definitely the weakest, yes. Okay. So if it's going to topple, then it would actually slide towards but, that area because it doesn't have any support. When it comes down, that's the direction it would topple over. No, it it's not, not going to – because it, the, the knocking out of the columns wasn't the catalyst of causing it to fall. The ca- catalyst was the floor collapsing. Uh, the metal inside – the metal inside – expanding, yeah. bucking off the columns, oh, yeah. falling on the floor below it, Absolutely. busting it out, and dropping set. It oh. drops straight down. Oh, man. It's, There's that's, more proof that's so that the plane it took it down than anything that explosions oh, yeah. did. Oh, definitely. There was no you, fucking... You all people should not how? The government how? You. Right. How? That you that's... Like, it blows me away knowing you and knowing how you think and the person you are, the fact that you just gobble up... Because I'm, I'm a rational right. fucking person? No, Keener, Is that why? No, Keener, you're, you're on a good point there. And that's, that's one of the things since I've, I've known Mac. I do not understand how he could take in this garbage <laughs> and he parades around in it and he's he's just 100% into it and won't back down he won't change his mind he because won't you even, have it he won't no one's listen. proved to me no it's there's nothing to fucking prove because there's dog. no evidence there dog do you believe america do you believe america is one of the most low key corrupt countries in the world in a way yeah okay so contradicting would yourself. you agree that america is basically taking the role of the British Empire in this new world. Uh, not necessarily. Because we've been acquiring quite a few countries over the years, like since, what, the, the 50s and 60s? Yep. We even started like, making our, our, our domination of, of the world as, as much as we could. What, do you mean as a global power force or an economic fucking property thing like the British as Empire did? a global did? power force. Yeah, that's not, that's not the same thing as what the British Empire did. The British Empire colonized for economic power. Well, I mean, there's, there's different agendas for 
for everything, but that could be they could they could be one and the same. What I'm saying is, is it not a little a little convenient for America to really need to go to war with an area that has minerals found nowhere else on Earth, that has a lot of oil, and has what seventy percent of the world's poppy, and America has the largest opium epidemic of any country in the world. Yes, sir. America, North America, Canada, and the U.S. make up 7% of the entire world's population, and we consume over 50% of the, the drugs in the world. Love those opioids. So if, if <laughs> Afghanistan, Saudis were the ones that, that supposedly hijacked the plane. Yes. Yeah, we went to war with Afghanistan. But our real intention, because Afghanistan is a fertile country, Iraq is the one that has all the money in the oil. But we couldn't just go directly over to Iraq. We had to make up weapons of mass destruction. So we, we had, a, we, had a, we needed an excuse to go over there to the warmongers. If you deny the fact that people make money in a war and that, that there's a corruption there, that I can't even talk to you anymore. No, I, I completely so, agree that some people push for war because it's a very profitable business. That's absolutely true. I agree. Okay. So we go over there. We need a reason to go over there. It's got to be a really good reason. They basically, everyone's saying we need another Pearl Harbor. 9-11 was the second Pearl Harbor to oh, start yeah. a war. Yep. So we go, we go over there just like everywhere else. If we can't start a war somewhere, we will impose our will on a nation. We have guys, I mean, we confessions of an economic hitman. We have people that their job is literally to go in places. Oh, yeah, you're talking do. about that book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. You, you know that dude was proven to be a fucking lunatic, right? He was full of shit. Wait. That dude was an office jockey. What do you, bro, that what shit happened. That I'm sure, I'm sure probably somebody has pulled but shit what, like that. No, this motherfucker, about? this what guy wrote a, talking there's about? a book called uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Basically, this dude paints himself as kind of like a Mr. Smith, James Bondy motherfucker. What he'll do oh, is, no, 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 hold on, no, Keener, Keener, I'll explain what he does. Hold on, Keener, Keener. He doesn't seem to be a badass. He just goes and lives in fertile fucking country. This guy tried to paint himself as a hard ass. So they, they can throw money at his place. Let me, no, let me, Keener, Keener, calm down, breathe. I'll, I'll explain to Mike what he says he did, and you could tell me if I'm right or wrong. What he'll do is, is he'll go to countries, kind of stir up a little bit of an uprising with like rebels and shit, right? So yeah. what he'll do is he'll be like, hey, uh, you, if you build this bridge or this hydro dam or whatever, you can supply power to your people, yeah. uh, they'll be more on your side. Tell this to the leader. Mm-hmm. And be like, and by the way, uh, if you're going to do that, you can only hire this American company uh, to do it. And by the way, uh, since you don't have the money, we'll loan you the money at this crazy interest rate. So what they'll do is they'll try to get these leaders to purchase this fucking bullshit program that will boost their economy, maybe six or 8%. But this guy's promising them that it's going to boost it by like 40 and 80. It's bullshit. Okay. But this is all part of the plan of an economic hitman kind of thing. And so what he does is he knows these guys are going to default on these loans. These countries are, and then they'll, uh, like if they don't bow down to America's will, then they allegedly create some kind of conflict and take it over. Mm-hmm. And if the fucking main leader doesn't want to play ball, they'll go to like the second man in charge and be like, hey man, you want a fucking PlayStation 4? Fucking smoke that leader. This is kind of what he talks about. Like that's the way they you systematically... You're going to tell me we haven't done it in Venezuela. But I, I, I'm not talking about that, but like, am, I, am I correct there? That's what the book talks about? Loosely, yes. Like yes, you were I've, I've, read, I've, I've read over half of that book before I figured out that guy was full of shit. That the, the it was a fascinating a story to read. Yeah, and like once did have pictures, pictures. Did have pictures. Have pictures on the front. Yeah, but this this guy. <laughs> it, it turns out that this fucking dude was full of shit. He was just like I'm sure shit like that has happened, uh, but it wasn't fucking him. That's for goddamn sure. And he certainly no, glamoured no, it up no, just no, like no. Hollywood does the movies. 
I'm giving you an example. People like that truly exist. I bet. I know. I bet. I bet a person. I bet like multiple people have done shit like that over time. But there's nobody out there that that's their fucking job. That's retarded. You know why? Because in the other countries would talk to each other and be like, "Hey, have you met Dave? He really stirred up some shit over here." And they'd smoke Dave. Would they? Yes. Are you sure about but, that? So he, here's my issue with what you guys said was because we're talking about use it. 9-11 wasn't used to get in Iraq. It wasn't? No, not at all. Oh, tell me how. What was it? The WMD's bullshit. Um. And it was, and I'm going to agree with you guys. The WMD's narrative was absolute fucking bullshit. Yeah. It was. And then after WMD's fell apart, like here's a good point. If they could orchestrate 9-11 and pull off this elaborate conspiracy theory and pull off one of the greatest tragedies of ever and also the biggest conspiracy of ever, mm-hmm. why in the world would the U.S. government leave Colin Powell out to dry during those hearings about that bullshit uranium truck and not just plant weapons and mass destruction in Iraq? That's infinitely easier than pulling off 9-11. Infinitely. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> What? That, that is a legit... You know the government. They don't want to spend money on shit. It's the lowest bidder, okay? It'd be so much easier to make up that WMD shit, which they did. Mm-hmm. They did make that up. Yeah. And you make Colin Powell look like a that, fucking uh, idiot. Did you watch that Matt Damon Green Zone movie? A long time ago, yeah. That was <laughs> That's fucking, where you got your research? Matt Damon. No, that fucking movie sucked. But, uh, but you left <laughs> Colin Powell, who's a beloved American figure, who looked like a fucking idiot and embarrassed America on a global scale, and then we don't find weapons of mass destruction. How easy would it have been just to fucking drop, drop just not even the fucking rockets, just fucking yellow cake uranium, just samples of it. And just be like, this was a just weapons a plant. Sample. This, yeah, dude, just like, this was a weapons plant. We have proof that they were doing it, but they moved it, which was their original narrative. He said they, they had photographs of that uranium truck. Turns out it was just a fucking goofy-ass gasoline truck. Mm-hmm. It, it's full of shit. There's so many so that's easier avenues. So that's completely full of shit. Going to Iraq is absolutely full of shit. But 19 angry dudes hopping onto planes with box cutters, taking them over, Fake flying, bombs, them yeah. in, flying them into these buildings. Yes. Which two of the planes that crashed, there was zero wreckage that could be seen. No, that's not true. On the exterior of, of the building or in the giant trash pile. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the, at the Pentagon, no fuselage, no wings, no tail section, no bodies. You know why? Just, hold on, because hold, it fucking the, vaporized. Oh, vaporized. Up against, there's, dude, you that's already. You say that. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it fucking, no, no, there's parts of the plane, but the it majority vaporized. of the plane is fucking gone. When you, vaporized. There's videos online where they smack planes up dude, against reinforced fast? walls and they do vaporize. So these must have been like some fucking badass technology planes that could go like so fast that they just vaporized. Into the Pentagon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. I, this no, is, I'm not. You yes, guys are just fucking retarded. Okay. What about the money? So what about the money? So like, here we go. This is granted, granted, these- granted. This is a smaller example. I'm going to show Mike G right now, but this is the F four Phantom jet. This is when they were testing on uh, nuclear blast walls to see if it would withstand a jet. This is not a jet smacking the outside of a steel structured building. This is a jet smacking a reinforced wall that would have been similar to what the Pentagon had. And this is, look. So, time for a new I've seen a jet do that and a couple like a fucking accordion. The US government wanted to test what would happen if a plane crashed into the concrete walls of a nuclear power station. He's showing me a potato video to of a jet that's attached to a rail flying into a concrete wall. Vaporized. Okay. 
vaporized. Okay, hold on. Plane atomized. How atomized? They said the plane atomized. Hey, ma'am. How? It is, ma'am. Turn that shit up. How hey, fast Mac, was that plane going? What's up? How fast was that? 500 miles per hour. That jet was going 500 miles 500 miles per hour. That jet, that fighter jet yes. was going 500. 500. They said it in the video, 500 miles per hour. How fast were the 747s going? Uh, I'm not sure how fast the one hitting the Pentagon was, but the ones that hit the World Trade Center were going 500. Yeah? Oh, yes. just for FYI, the Pentagon, the guy that supposedly flew that plane, he had 40 hours in a Cessna. That dude did like a 270-degree corkscrew turn at insane speed that pilots all across America said that would be impossible. That's, I couldn't that's, not, that. that's not true. A couple pilots said that in the get-go because they were shocked at the fucking dude's lack of experience. But it was 170, 180 degree corkscrew turn five miles away. And then he turned, that's when he turned back and headed straight towards the Pentagon. So granted, if you fly, granted if you, him hitting the Pentagon was an extremely lucky hit. Huh? Max, you can fly a Cessna, you can fly a jumbo jet. Come on now, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I've never been in a fucking Cessna or that, or that either, but I, all, uh, some pilots already said, some pilots already said, all you needed to do was figure out some basics of the autopilot and you can kind of steer it where you want. And the autopilot will handle a lot of the stabilizing features for you. He goes, if you yeah, figure that shit out, you, you can fly the plane. He goes, you ain't going to land it and take it off, but you could definitely fly it. I just don't see it happening, man. What but the fuck? I, I just dropped that on you, but immediately, like, your whole thing was like, as soon as the plane is fucking reported, not checking in on the radio, the dude, Greg at the airport's gonna hijack your shit via fucking a dude's got a Dell. Like, like, how is that more probable? Because there's literally video footage evidence of, like, a lady talking about the system that they run for the planes, and they have the, the, the technology to do that. That's why. But so, that, that could also just be what for like, I'm just talking. Never mind. I was going to talk about like so, reasons they would use that. Keener, I, I'm going to ask you. So do you think that this whole thing that we've been shown, do you think it was too cute to say that, hey, we already know what the bad guys are or who the bad guys are, who it is to blame. We know who they are, where they're at, and we're going to go get them. Do you think that it just it was way too cute how it happened? Way too Hollywood? It was way too convenient for America. Right. And it, it wasn't that any, be convenient on, any, at all. Any crime scene, any crime scene in the United States, do you think, especially at the scale that it was at, could have been accomplished that quickly with figuring out who the, uh, who Hell the bad no. guys Right. I already, I already told you. So have you. Have you talked to your average fucking cop? Yeah. They not, to, not to be a dick, but like, not, I mean, a lot of cops are smart, but some cops, they, they just don't have that level to to really judge things like that right. so like when people are like well this guy said this like you can't you need a guy that's like an expert like someone's got ten thousand hours logged in such specific fields like people who say things they heard from someone else like unless you're in it from an actual expert it doesn't really mean a whole lot but i will say that mac i know you read my message and i do have first hand knowledge from a person that was in the building as they came down and I mean, I, 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 he, he's talking that's to first responders that were there on 9-11, but at, at best, that's anecdotal. That doesn't mean? prove to me that it, it was a, a, that it was a conspiracy. It just says these dudes don't feel good about it, which nobody no, did. What I'm is, he said that it wasn't the plane that brought the building down. No, it was a fire. No, it wasn't the fire. It was an explosion. No, it wasn't. Because along with him and numerous individuals that have been recorded on video saying I was on this level that after the plane hit, there was an explosion. Yeah. I was on this level after the plane, there was an explosion. Yeah. That's, that's recorded time and time and time. I'm, again. I'm, I'm probably sure there was explosions going on. There's flammable equipment. 
There's fucking jet fuel dumping down the elevator shaft into the maintenance room below. What the fuck are you talking about? These are about? all well-known things. Are they? Yes. The people coming There's out of the elevator. There's jet fuel dumping down yes, the Yes, the people in the elevator were burnt to death. They right. walked out of the elevator with fucking skin hanging If you, know, if you know, actually know how a 747 is built. 10,000 gallons of fuel directly 10, behind. 10,000 gallons. 10, where, is that, where is that fuel stored, sir? It's stored on the uh, back panels of under the wings and is directly under the fucking belly of it. It is. Yes. I got to watch like the, the way they stored it in one of the renderings. And it's 10,000 gallons of fuel. And just it's, sloshing it's in, around. It's in like a, a lowercase T just pattern right there in the just middle. Just 10,000 gallons. No, it's gallons in a pressurized tank, so it can't around. slosh around. But I'm saying that thing hits. You realize Fuel dumps, spills out everywhere, you know down an elevator shaft because... Water's trying to, or liquid's trying to so get down. So upon impact, upon impact, a full 747's fuel is ignited and dissipated within, what is it, 20, it's like within like 26 seconds, 24 to 26 seconds. Not necessarily. Yes, necessarily. No, because if this thing's yeah. dumping everywhere, Dude, if it, pouring if down. That, oh, hold on. If, it's pretty much kerosene, man. That shit burns super quick. Yeah, and if you're saying, well, if you're saying that a plane will, uh, what was the, the term that you used? Which one? That it vaporized? No, I'm saying the one that hit the Pentagon yeah. was essentially disintegrated okay. for the so most part. Maximum still, you just showed, still, you just showed uh, me just some uh, the more rigged parts. The more rigged parts were survived. This is parts of the motor, parts of the engine, this is all and landing gear. Okay, and so some shrapnel. That plane of going 500 miles an hour. Smashes, it was going 500 miles an hour. Hits the building, blows through, and it has so much terminal velocity that it rips through this. In, it just crazy structural design of a building blows through the other side and there's just this giant fireball and all the you the saw fuel, the fireball all the fuel is burned up right then and there because in reality come back to reality please 25 seconds that fuel is gone if you know how a turbine engine works it doesn't need as much fuel as you're told that it needs to fucking have do you know the structural how it's built no and that that heat that it puts off is what maybe two thousand degrees for twenty five seconds. Steel needs to be at an extreme temperature of around three thousand degrees no, to, 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 to melt. To melt. We don't need it to melt. You two just, hours. You don't need it to melt. Three thousand. You don't degrees. need it to melt. You just need just it structurally to what the weakened. Fuck I'm saying three thousand degrees for two hours to show signs of it melting. Jet fuel burns. No, that's not a that's not a, a tank. 1800 degrees fuel, a tank of down jet to 10% fuel burns in 25 seconds a full uh, 747 burns in 25 seconds at two, around 2000 something degrees in My 25 apologies. seconds I, I was mistaken not 10000 it's 1100 Mac have you actually watched the entire video of architects and engineers against 911 No I haven't seen that one Bro but <laughs> I suggest you watch that but even then, just a couple like just a couple dudes that are fucking against it doesn't doesn't negate all the other people that are like no. This 3, is what happened. scientists, yeah. There's three thousand dudes that signed a dudes. petition, but how many people just don't say anything because they're like, yeah, that's what dudes, it happened. Bro. Just a couple dudes because they they, they don't want to risk their career. That's why. Oh, so what? Like, what do you mean risk their careers? Like, there's gatekeepers that are going to show up. Like, you spoke up about nine eleven. Fuck you. We're taking your fucking degree away. Possibly. That's nonsense. Come on. People, people that oppose Hillary get you in the back of the head, and it's called a, a suicide. So right. you tell me. Epstein, That's a very different scenario. Though. Epstein, no, Epstein just no, happens not, to man. disappear. No, same power level. Same power level. But no, we, you know what? We'll do a Hillary Clinton episode later on. But the 9-11 thing is this. It would have been so much easier to do it. Just load up fucking trucks like they did in 1993. We would have believed it off the get-go because they had already tried something like that. Blow up the buildings from the bottom and topple them onto the city. You would have killed way more people. 
way bigger spectacle. But they you didn't would only want need to 20 people. They didn't want to do that. No, you would only need the 20. the insurance was only for the World Trade Center buildings. So you would have destroyed them in the process. No. Here, yes. here Matt, real quick, because I'm, I'm going to read this. I don't know if you've ever heard of the book, uh, The Octopus of Global Control. Um, this was what I believe also, I mean, I agree with it. It, it makes 100% sense why they would have the buildings come down or have them uh, demolitioned. So in 1991, with two gigantic out-of-date office buildings on the stands, the Port Authority tried to garner the immense funds required to remove the asbestos. They filed a suit against the insurers, the Case Port Authority of New York versus affiliate FM insurance company, sought between $500 million and $1 billion for asbestos uh, abatement. They're trying to get asbestos out. So the case dragged on for years, and they finally, on May 14, 2001, the judge ruled against Port Authority there would be no insurance money for asbestos removal. Because of the asbestos health risk, and their size, the Twin Towers couldn't be de- demolished, and because of the asbestos, they couldn't be upgraded. So wow. disabling them, for, disabling them floor by floor would have run into the double digit billions of dollars. Silverstein's company, Silverstein Properties, bought a 99-year lease on buildings that were filled with asbestos a mere 49 days before terrorist attacks. But lucky for him, he had the foresight to insure them specifically against terrorism. And not only did he, did he Insure them. They were only uh, valued at 1.2, and then he basically um, had them valued at 1.5. Then he doubled it to like to where he was insured for 3.55 billion dollars. And then as soon as it happened, he immediately, like, within an hour, he called the insurance company and he tried to file a claim, two separate claims, one for each building. So he tried to get seven, almost eight billion dollars out of it. They ended up selling for like 4.55 billion dollars. Are you? In, in the world ever. Are you telling me the greedy business guy was trying to get money? Right. And exactly. So to, bring down that, so to bring down that building, you have to what? Demolition. No, yeah. but the thing, the thing is, is like that didn't prove anything. Yes, he got a terrorism insurance because it was attacked in 1993. He's not getting it, dude. But I'm just saying like, yeah, that seems suspicious, circumstantial at best. It doesn't prove anything. Yeah. No one, not a single person has come forward like, hey, I did this to Beams. Mm-hmm. No one, not a single person was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I radio flew planes. Where would planes. they go, dude? Where would they go? Let, let me ask How would Keener we know? about this because this, this was your point earlier. What was that? Keener, what about the phone calls from the flights? What about them? Do you, like the, where people were talking to their loved ones in a moment of death. And the, also the voice, countless voicemails, countless actual interactions between people. And talking to their loved ones, them telling them, "Hey, we've been hijacked by these fucking Arabs. They say they have a bomb. I yeah, don't know." Paid I, crisis, yeah, paid crisis actors all the time. We, we knew the, that in the last shooting. How, so there's crisis actors. Then why are all these families missing that significant person who, still? Who do you know any of these people? Yes, who? I, I have family in New York that knows people that died there. That died where? In 9/11. In where? No, one of them died in the building, and the other one had a husband that was on the plane. Okay. I've never heard of anyone personally in any plane that died from yeah. 9-11. Well, I do. Well, yeah, but the, you these, also listen, believe this that is, this is getting a bunch of Sandy Hook. This is getting into Sandy Hook blew. territory. That, that many fucking crisis actors, all these people who come forward with these voicemails from loved ones, you're telling me... All, why I don't know, would, I don't know if, if Keener knows hold on. this. I was going to talk about Where's the, plane, the integrity the, of these people? The because calls. if all these thousands of people but were, were paid to do this, why didn't any of them come forward and be like, hey, I was paid to do this? Just to go back to... It just takes one person. So Keener... I don't know if yeah. you, you knew this, but back uh, when these cell phone calls were being made, 
they didn't actually have the technology to be able to make the cell phone calls that's from, true. from, from the, the planes. Yeah, phones didn't work that way back in the day. Right. No, the that's not true. Airline pilots have already come. Number one, they weren't 30,000 feet in the air. They were 10 minutes or 15 minutes, somewhere in between there. Into Regardless. The and number two, doesn't, pilots at the time work. said, sometimes I actually left my phone on and I would get phone calls. No, that didn't. At 30,000. They didn't come up with the technology to be able to use a cell phone inside of a plane until 2006. No, they, they absolutely have. No. What, it, you're didn't. telling me? That at fucking look 2,000 up, feet, look a, it phone, up, a phone. I have looked it up, Keener, and they're called voicemails from loved ones. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> liar! No. Tell us what you know, you goddamn liar! <laughs> but these have these phone calls. I, I can't believe you guys would you've deny had, these phone calls. You've had they too exist. many fucking mortars go so off. You're in telling your head. me, what is more? Why? Why? Hey, if if that's the, the case, why would the government you? fake these phone calls? No, what, what about the flight attendant lady who come out with like a multiple documentaries of like basically just demolishing everything that was told about what happened on the flights with the, with the other flight attendants. Like she just called bullshit to everything. What like do you mean? When they were making calls, there was literally no noise of a fucking jet engine. Right. It was dead silent. The lady goes, it sounds like she was in the room next to me. It was that quiet. Yeah. But she was up she, in She wasn't there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. He, just nah, he because, played a, he just played because, a, video, a recording of a wife uh, apparently leaving a voicemail for her husband, which he didn't answer because he was taking a shower. They he answered afterwards around. again. Uh, but I do agree. There was no jet engine sound. And she sounded very casual. She's like, um, there's a terrorist attack. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. And it was pretty clear. What like, do you think she's supposed studio. to be doing? Screaming? Uh, if someone's taking over a fuck, a bunch of Punjabis are taking over the fucking plane. I imagine it's a pretty tense situation. She's going to be losing I don't think her you're shit. Be, Do you think a probably, woman's just going to be fucking you're on a plane Captain with cool? people that say they have a bomb? You're probably not going to panic. Creature on this there you a go. Woman be remaining cool, calm, and She's not Thank a fucking you, Navy school, bro. She's a flight attendant. Right. It doesn't matter. Neither of you know how you would react in that situation. You might freeze up like many of those people did. Yeah. You're on a flight well, where where the thing, where man. the alleged hijackers are now in the cockpit. They say they have a bomb. They have control of the plane. The door's locked. What the fuck are you going to do? But besides it just goes back the to the, down? It just goes back to the man, technology, man, dude. Man. It wasn't possible man. to make a cell phone was. call from a fucking was. plane I'm gonna look until up. 2006. God damn man, it! You tell me, you tell me, you, me, you, and uh, Tony Stewart are on a plane, and three and two dudes with boxers try to take that bitch over. You're gonna tell me, me and you ain't gonna stand up and do something about it? Bullshit. No, I, no, we absolutely would. But guess what? It was a, it wasn't a fucking military flight. It was a commuter flight. It was just a bunch of officers. How many and people are on that plane? Not three, many. How many people? Were not many. It was a, it was actually three alpha males is all you need, bro. Three alpha males on the entire plane. That's all you need. You just you need one more person to outnumber him. Three alphas. You're gonna tell me he's not three alphas in the entire plane? I call bullshit. Right. You just need one dude that's gonna stand up, and the rest of them. Yeah. Then they did. It was called Flight follow, 93. Yeah, the, come on. Man. Oh, you mean the one that, that landed in a field that was already burned and there yeah. was no bodies and hardly anything found except for like no wings, no fuselage, no chairs, no luggage. Warner, Warner said, I don't have a job here because there's no bodies. Yeah, there's nothing. And he's just spiraling. He's spiraling. I, so I you think can always admit that there's, there's a lot of holes in, in the story that the, the government's feeding us. Yeah. I think I think he's he's part of uh, the government psyop. I think uh, there's a lot of unanswered liar! questions. Tell us what you know, you goddamn liar! I think uh, he's. I mean, what, about, what about all the things with the stock days prior to this? Oh yeah, yeah. What about it? Do you know about it? Yeah, yeah. The fucking the the money missing, the gold missing, and the stock uh, market no, flux. No, 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 no. I'm talking the stock, the put, uh, the sales, like. What was it? It was um, American Airlines. They so uh, stocks. They're like it's like similar to getting insurance. 
uh, if a stock uh, fails, you can sell it at strike price. So, so you basically, you're, you're going to, you're going to gain a lot of money basically through this process. So United Airlines, the Thursday before the attack, more than 2000 puts were purchased, betting a stock would go down. Oh yeah. So that is a really weird thing to do. Like, within a very short period of time. Typically that would be something like, Oh, I, I see this failing within so long. Let me put it further out. They did it. Like this is going to happen right now. 2000 oh, yeah. puts. this shit's going to fail. That's 90 times more in one day <laughs> in the last three weeks that the stock market had seen. So, what, so the, at the, the end first, of the day, you guys are just pushing up suspicious listen, circumstances. I've heard zero hard zero evidence fact. that this happened. $180,000 turned into 2.4 million when the plane hit the world trade center, yeah. American airlines, there was there was put for three hundred thirty seven thousand, ended up being hundred like one point eight million. Well, and then the World Trade Center's biggest uh, tenants were um, Morgan Stanley and Marsh and McLennan. And I'm pretty sure that they were imp- implemented with um, with the stock market corruption as well. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's like a lot of money going yeah. on in this, in this situation, and, and then Raytheon received six folds in uh, call options in the day before 9-11, allowing them to buy a uh, stock like $25 a share. And then like, as soon as the war shot off, it jumped to $34 a share. At the end of the day, though, these these could. At the end of the day, these could be just explained by what coincidences, like deals like that kind of shit happen every day without a nine eleven happening right after it. People do crazy shit. New York, New York, fucking real estate for skyscrapers is a giant money business. It's not like oh, this is just one giant deal that was a one time thing. The big deals like that happen almost every day there. But back to the phone calls thing, you guys were absolutely wrong. Here's from the Global Research Center: the FBI has admitted that cell phone calls from high altitude airliners on nine eleven. Wait, oh, the FBI has not admitted that cell phone calls from high-altitude airliners on 9-11 were impossible. There is no evidence. There is no evidence (laughs) that the reported... Hold on. There's four points here. There is no evidence that some of the reported 9-11 phone calls were faked. American airliners, Boeing 757s, and hence its Flight Flight 77, had onboard phones. Did they? Yes, they did. FBI's report on phone calls from the 9-11 airliners did not undermine Ted Olson's report about receiving phone calls from his wife. Wow. So you guys were absolutely wrong about the phone calls. They did exist. Did they? Yes, and they were possible. No, they weren't. Fuck you. No. no. Get get, What are you reading? Get fucked, Poser. What? You're reading something, the, the FBI. No. That's just global research. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. So go ahead and look through it. The FBI. Go ahead and look through it. North- oh, I'm sorry. It's not from fucking uh, 9-11-truthers.com or from some special book. Like, fuck no, off. They do not have facts, nor disagree, nor disprove. They have nothing. They, they have nothing. They said, they said that those that- onboard phones were there. You said they weren't. Onboard phones are on a fucking plane. So then that's jackass. where the phone calls came from? You were saying cell I phone said phone call. calls. There were cell, cell phones. No, a pilot did say he would get calls, calls on his cell phone at 30,000 feet. phone calls. But you were had, not. You were, I have not said anything about a fucking airplane phone. But you All, said the no, phone calls were shut, fake. You said the phone calls, said they the didn't have the technology. Phone, the cell phone calls were fake because they didn't have the technology until 2006. That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm standing. And that's it. Did I say that there weren't phones on the fucking plane? No. Did I say that there actually, weren't phone calls made from the fucking plane? The FBI says right there that phone ahead, calls Kenan. are possible. Go ahead, The Kenan. flight attendant that does the documentary uh, calling out the bullshit, she yeah. goes, the, the type of planes that were flying that day, they had, like, a week or two before, they had had the phones taken out. And the lady said she was she calling. She doesn't fucking know that. Shut the fuck up. 
She works for them. What do you mean? That doesn't matter. She doesn't know what's going on in every individual plane because she's a fucking stewardess. Fuck that bitch. What the fuck you are you talking about, man? You, you think stewardess? You don't think that's their own little like clique and they don't uh, their own little community? I promise you. Flight attendants and pilots is their own little community. I used to work at a hotel. Yeah, I'm sure it is a little community, but that doesn't mean she knows every inner and outer facet of every plane that's going on. The bottom line was, is Mike told me that the phone calls were fake. I just proved to you that the phone calls were indeed possible. Wouldn't you know your shit if you've been a flight attendant for 20 plus years? Yeah, you would know what it would take to do maintenance on it, but you wouldn't know what plane is having what maintenance all the time, every time. No, but they would know if, if phones are being taken out of the plane because they use phones to talk to the people how, how on does the she, plane. How does she not know that they got put back on before she got on the plane? Oh, Jesus, man. What? We don't know shit. I'm just saying, like, I have yet to hear anything that convinces me that, number one, the government had a hand in this. I think, at worst, the government got tipped off that it was going to happen and didn't do anything about it. But that's not uncommon for the government to get intelligence about an imminent attack or threat Ooh, and not acting on it. <laughs> Pearl Harbor is certainly more suspicious than saying like because like because they got a call suspicious well because they got a call from the Australian government yes, saying that the planes were that. coming My and they were just like uh don't do anything that was fucked but yeah they were just getting threats from fucking everybody okay prior to 9-11 and didn't act on it because they're probably getting threats a thousand a day from everywhere yeah it's just it's just like uh, Keener it's just like being back in Afghanistan and finding dry holes off shitty intelligence there's nobody here you know well, what's what different than that? And then what being in Afghanistan, and then we're walking around, we see uh, some other company like guarding poppy fields. Yeah, we're the, supposed to be there. But the thing we're is, is like, I, I, I do absolutely agree that us being occupied in Afghanistan has probably led to a, a higher opiate, uh, opium epidemic here in America. But fuck, remember the, when we first got to Afghanistan, we were ordered to burn the fields. We did for years. When I was there, uh, my first tour, we were still burning drug fields. We weren't collecting them. We weren't protecting them. It wasn't until later. What Years. Changed? Huh? What changed? I'm asking, what changed? We, uh, later on, what after like 2010, we started burning them. Or uh, we stopped burning them. But why in the hell would I see other units protecting poppy fields when that is like one of the main money paths for the, for the Taliban or ISIS or whoever whatever you want to call them over there, because I mean, we, we no, the, the, create our own. Yeah. The, the Taliban was certainly making money off the opium fields there. But what I'm saying is, is when I went there my first time, we were not protecting those fields. We were burning. I understand but you did, you, you saw it the second time. You saw I saw it the second time. Like we, we weren't even protecting them. We just weren't fucking with them anymore. No, not but I'm, us. I'm, like, I'm, I'm certain that you were probably right. That, that, that some people were protecting them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they were, I, I usually saw my own eyes. I, I was confused as shit. But so the like thing that, is, that, is that, that if your reasoning is that we went to Afghanistan for opium, which I, I would agree if that was the case, that's a, certainly a good incentive to go there. It's fucking billions and billions of dollars of product. No, there. we just wanted to go to the Middle East in general to have a foothold over there to go from the Middle East to Afghanistan to get the poppy and then go to Iraq and get the oil slash minerals in both of the countries. But that we don't what, really have so my issue with that is, is why if we were, if that was the plan from the get go, why wouldn't we fucking start going after the opium right after we got there or even soon after? Instead, it what waited nine years of us burning all their products and getting rid of all the opium there. Then we decided we only, to burned, we only burned what we knew was there. Who's to say that there wasn't a massive field of opium somewhere else that the, the government was actually using? And like all you're seeing is what they're saying, hey, burn these fields to make it look like. We're actually, you know, doing our job over here. Well, I would, yeah, ima I would imagine that if we're there for the opium, we would collect as much as we could because you can get as much money as you can. You wouldn't be burning all these massive operations if you were planning on making money off it. 
It, it doesn't say you're a weed dealer and you robbed a weed dealer and burned his weed. No, you would steal his weed, too, if you were a weed dealer. Unless you're trying to mask him and make it look like you're trying to be the good guy and then on but, the backside. But you do it for 10 years and then decide to keep the weed? No, what I'm saying is if you're only burning, you only see what you, the pictures on the Internet or, or the what the media gives you. We know that's pretty much bullshit for the most part I, uh, you're, yeah you're, you're not gonna that kool-aid you're not gonna uh get me to disagree with you on there i think our media is the most so, fucking so jumpy bullshitty fucking thing on the planet so how do we know that there wasn't a shit ton of other hectares or acres of poppy fields all over the place that we weren't actually burning yeah they might burn we, one little just, one no we were burning big ones what's that we were burning big ones we were burning we were burning like operations not mom and pop shops yeah but how many are That's over there funny. Uh, but you, it's the you biggest opium uh, uh, supply in the world. You can sacrifice a few for the, the, the overall, quote-unquote, good yeah. of the money-making. Say, say if we went to Iraq for oil, why haven't we gotten their oil? Why haven't our gas prices gone down? Why, why haven't we why fucking would they benefited go, why would they from this alleged oil? Go down? I Just keep them at the same I, I, would, I would agree with you on that, but like the thing is, is like the whole point of it, reverse, to make us feel bro. better about a war yeah. that's unjust, wouldn't you try to give us some benefits from that? No. A stockpile of diamonds or oil and they slowly release it. Yeah. If they own it, they don't give a shit yeah. whether they're making money regardless, bro. Yeah, if they if they raise the gas prices to ten dollars a gallon, people are still gonna buy fucking gasoline. But if you raise it too quickly, the people will revolt. But that, and that's why they do it in small increments, and that's why they do it without any fucking say or anything. They just raise up the gas prices. Oh, because it's Fourth of July weekend, you know, gas prices are gonna go up. 50 cents or whatever. That's fucking... And then... That should be legally scalping, then, right? That's right. That's what that fucking is. But why... But no, imagine this. Imagine this. You're selling hot dogs at a baseball game, right? Yeah. Normally, you're buying the hot dogs, and you got to go into the grocery store, and you got to go buy hot dogs to go sell them at a baseball game. Now, you have an infinite surplus of hot dogs. So now, you don't have to go to the store and buy hot dogs anymore, and everybody wants your fucking hot dogs. Okay. Are you going to lower your prices because you have a surplus of hot dogs? No. You're either going to keep your prices at where they're at, or if you still have high demand for it, you're going to raise the prices of the hot dogs, even though you have a surplus because you're making more money. It doesn't and matter. You're in the market. I, I, okay. Just like, I, the beers, just like the beers do with diamonds, it's 100% the same thing the beers do with diamonds. I, I, I understand that and I agree with that to a point. That's short term because in the long term, how? Because I'll explain it. Like, say you got these hot dogs, but your your prices are so bad that it's pushed a global effort to replace hot dogs with something more renewable. Fucking the gasoline and oil industry is getting fucked because fucking everybody's pushing for green new uh, renewable sources, mainly from the push from everybody not wanting to deal with these fucking prices anymore. Okay, so then I'll go back onto your side. If we're if we have all of this oil, then why aren't the prices going down? Then why aren't that's what I'm saying? We don't have it. We do. I don't think we do. We obviously do. ISIS took over the oil fields when they took. Uh, no, bro. American companies have taken over Iraqi oil. Right, and then this is so. This is another thing where we live. There's what three major uh, oil refineries within miles of each other. We have Chevron. Well, I work at a fucking oil refinery. Yeah, we have <laughs> Chevron, Shell, and Tesoro all right here. Why is it here in Contra Costa County we pay more in gasoline than anywhere else, and why it's in our backyard? Shouldn't it be cheaper to send it to us, being that we're right here, that they're refining it right there, and we're not getting it at any cheaper price than anywhere else? Does that make any sense? It's just—it's not if just. We for should be getting it cheaper here. It's, it's a power play. Right. When you have supply when you and have demand, a foothold in an area, and you're kind of 
controlling it. It's not just that you own it; is you control the market. Right. Yeah, like uh, the the beers, uh, uh, infamous diamonds campaign. America's trying to control the market, man. Why? Why wouldn't we? Like every country is trying to control something. Just like with the bridges, like they keep raising the the bridge toll is going to go up a dollar every year did until two thousand twenty. No, did you see that they're getting rid of cash tolls? You either have right. fast pass or you right. don't go across right. the bridges yeah. anymore. So fast track is an absolute gangster. They've already taken over the entire Golden Gate Bridge. They have no humans on that bridge, and they're just scan. They're scanning away. So if you go to cross that bridge, you're paying thirty five dollars, or you get the you, fast pass. You pay, you buy a fast track for thirty five dollars. So regardless, <laughs> you're getting fucked. Yeah, so I, I read that earlier, and I was they like, are what the giant fuck? trolls. They're giant bridge trolls, and you want to go to the other side of the fucking bridge? You have to pay our toll. It's absolutely absurd. But people keep doing it. Why? Because they're too busy focusing on other fucking horseshit. No one's getting together. No one's fucking like you. Like you said, if we have all this oil, then why the fuck aren't people? You know, why aren't we paying less for what we're getting? If we had it, yeah. But so, why do why do they keep rising the fucking prices? Why do vehicles keep costing more and more? If we have all these uh, resources that we're able to recycle and to make new, you know, we have all these efficient. Uh, no, I'm saying that there's a global push. I'm for talking that. about our efficiency. Where our efficiency is started from 1947 to now. I believe that technology, like with our technology stands, we are more efficient than we have ever been. Absolutely. Correct? Yeah. But then why the fuck do things cost so much more? Because people keep paying for it. I agree people with that. People keep buying it. I agree with that. We're consumers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oil, oil has their claws so dug into America and many parts of the world that they're not going to give up their, their way to clean energy so fast it's, it's, it's not gonna be like a band you get ripped off they're gonna be slowly pried away from a, from their grasp they have on us and so they're gonna want to basically obtain as much reserve as possible because they don't know when the breaking point of america is going to get to the point where like you know we're no longer going to pollute the earth everyone's going to go green because most people can't afford a tesla that's why they're pushing against nuclear power yeah which is bullshit that's the only way to go nuclear really. power has come has come so far, like bound yep. and beyond from what it used to be that everyone has that Hiroshima, not Hiroshima, but um, was it? Chernobyl. Cherry, Chernobyl thing in their head. That is, that is, that is. Or Three Mile Island or, you know, like I was trying to explain to people like, I'm, I completely agree with you, Keener. Uh, like I was trying to explain to people, I'm like, yeah, when nuclear technology was first emerging as a power source, it had some fucking cracks, Okay. But it's beyond safe now. I was like, it's like Chernobyl was like before the internet, and now we're like an eon past internet with nuclear power. That's exactly. where we are now. Yeah, and you got to think like the nuclear power was way before the fucking internet. Hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, we agree there. I I personally agree that nuclear power is the only way to go. In fact, the U.S. military uses it every day with their navy, their giant naval battleships and fucking air, aircraft carriers. Submarines. Those are nuclear power. Yeah, submarines. They fuel up once every thirty-five fucking years, and the fuel is only to start yeah. the engine. That's it. Yeah. That's the only time they have to use it. Yeah. So I gotta. I mean, Keener. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Up? I'm gonna go off, off the wall here. You sound like a super logical guy, <laughs> and uh, you seem to have a pretty good insight on this whole 9/11 thing. I'm kind of retarded. Uh. <laughs> do you think that it's possible in the late sixties and seventies uh, that we sent guys to the moon and back and oh, had fuck. telephone conversations? Don't, don't interrupt. I'm just curious. Do you think it's completely possible that we did that? 
so I've, I've dug into this very deep. I want, I, internally as an American, I want to believe that we put someone on the moon. Right. Because that is just astonishing. Mm-hmm. But from a factual standpoint, I mean, my ex-girlfriend works for NASA. Mm-hmm. And I, we had this Ooh. discussion many times. I was like, look, I was like, if you were to come to my realm, like criminology, criminal justice, and, and you had to prove your case, NASA couldn't do it. Not in the least bit. Nope. I do, so find, it, I do find it suspicious that. that they lost all the fucking paperwork for it. It's not, it's not just that. It's, it's, it's a combination. They lost all the footage and, and the reasoning of, of why they lost it. They're like, well, because of our budget, yeah. uh, we basically have to record over these tapes to, to, to take this other stuff. <laughs> you know, guys, it's like taped over your wedding morning. video with the fucking uh, right, uh, San Francisco Giants game. Beings, you're some of the smartest human beings on the earth. You know what I mean? Not, not just in America, but like on the earth. You're going to tell me that, I don't know the equivalent of what it was back then, but now they have like a $19.2 billion budget. So they probably had a pretty good budget back then. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you had enough for some, some more tapes, and I'm pretty sure that your logical genius brain would tell you not to tape over the most important thing that you have ever done slash would do for the next 60 years. Check this out. That you when, would tape over the the biggest human fucking yeah. achievement ever. So when biggest when, anything achievement. Whenever in human history have we ever gone forward with the technology, say in ni- the late 1960s to the 70s, we're just fucking f- going over there, we're playing golf, we're having phone conversations, phone conversations with the President of the United States on live television. We're driving golf carts on the fucking moon. And then after the 70s, we don't go back. Why? Because we lack the ability and the technology to do so. We That'll lost. Be, we, destroyed, we destroyed all the technology, and it'll be too well, here. Uh, too hard to, to, yeah. to redo it. This right. was before the internet. You're gonna tell me now with the internet you can't rebuild the technology? That's like that's like with the that's like I, I, Chevrolet I coming this. out. It's like Chevrolet coming out with a brand new Corvette that has the mid engine in it, and then 2021 comes out and it's a fucking horse. <laughs> it's a carriage. Carriage it doesn't buggy. make any fucking sense. They'd be like, oh yeah, uh, we we lost all the technology. Uh, Jerry, I, I heard Osama bin Laden. Jerry was pressed. On the moon. Jerry pressed Control Alt Delete, and we don't know how to build a Corvette anymore. So here's a horse. Uh, figure it out, guys. I heard the horse was driving the plane. But do you? But do you think that is possible that we had guys go to the moon? Do you think I, any of that? I, I will real? say this just because I'm I'm so, a rational person. I another thing is that so I, I work with radiation. I'm uh, like one of the things I do is um I, I test welds with uh iridium one ninety two. Oh, you're doing the weld X-rays. Yeah. Okay. And so the Van Allen belt, <laughs> the 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 intensity of the Radiation of an Bell is is it, it would it would kill you with, without any proper protection and barriers whatsoever. And and basically the only thing that can really protect you uh, that's worth a shit is lead. And lead is super heavy. Yeah. There's like you're not gonna have lead on a, on a spaceship. It's it, you have the lightest. I'm talking these guys spend millions of dollars to, to build a piece of equipment that's like half a gram lighter than this other piece of equipment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like the fact that. Uh, I think it was Operation uh, was it Fishbowl. They actually uh, launched a nuclear bomb into space, trying to blow a hole through the Van Allen belt, <laughs> trying to give them a path to. Because there's two belts, it's like it's the same thing, but there's two separate belts, and they try to blast a hole through it. But because of the velocity of the explosion, it actually uh, furthered the, the radiation. That didn't work. And then they just said, YOLO, fuck it, we're going anyway. Does that make any sense? The smartest human being on Earth know that it's 
deadly radiation. Well, and that the spaceship is not really protection. But dude, they had well, gold paper mache. Hold on, hold they on. They had gold they're paper really, mache. I, I will say this. I, I, they're willing to set off a nuclear bomb in space, bro. Who's never, no one's ever done that. That is insane. Well, here, I'll say Just this. Okay, we're getting we're getting in the weeds. This is supposed to be a 9-11 debate. Well, no, I, no I'm all, I was getting, all I was getting at is just to see that if, do you believe that it's possible that we did that? Do you do I, you agree with any of this stuff that you've seen? Just yes or no. I don't need a fucking elaborate fucking detail. I, I got my answer for you. Yes or no. Did we go to the fucking moon? I don't know. I, I haven't researched it enough I, to have I, a real hard opinion on it. it. As, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just explain this. Hold on. As much as I would like to believe the official story, I don't know. I do find that when they taped over the crazy, the 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 biggest fucking achievement in anything history, you've they actually taped changed, over. Change your opinion on this because I remember you asking I, this I, before, and you thought I was a fucking retard. No, for I, I just I don't happen. know enough about about the moon landing to call it. But I, I'm saying I don't know because I'm not going to say no, they didn't. But also, mm. I'm like, it looks like they did, but I don't know. They can lie, right? And that's exactly where I'm coming from, saying that 9/11 doesn't look like what they said that it fucking it, did. But to me, it does look. But like why it. the fuck are you going to shit on me and Keener for us giving you viable ev evidence and knowledge that we've picked up? up and around and just using our own fucking ohos looking at the fucking screen and saying that shit didn't happen the way that they fucking said that it happened i'll, I'll tell you why it's because you guys the alternative version because occam's razor says it happened the way it happened the way it's been described the way you guys describe it is so fantastic it's so improbable no matter how improbable you think 19 Where? fucking saudi arabians is your guys's version is how? fucking crazy to version? me. I'm talking about. I'm talking. What, what are the governments flying radio controlled planes, faking phone we're calls, not saying, thousands of we're crisis actors? We're not saying that that's exactly but, what fucking happened. What we're saying is that the way that it was told to us and shown to us, and that it was it, integrated it into our improbable, integrated into our fucking media, and just everywhere, it didn't happen the way that it. They said that it happened. No, no but they're this is lying. the difference between me and you. It, they're this lying. is the difference between me and you. I looked at the moon landing and I said, I don't know. You're looking at 9-11 saying just changed no. That. You just changed that. I'm just, no, I'm just being honest because we're on the podcast. Otherwise, I, I usually just say stuff to fuck with you. Uh. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, I don't know with the moon landing. But I'm saying, you guys are looking at 9-11 and saying, nope, and I know it's not. And then I go, no. okay, show me real evidence that the government did it. Well, there's a circumstances with the stock market. There's a circumstance with this. No, I'm like, we're not saying that. that those are things that are. They, we just say that those are things that are a part of it that look very suspicious. But you guys, you guys hone in on these tiny, microscopic, circumstantial things. The, the honing is you, sir. The, I you're hone projecting. in. I ho no, I take you're your guys' claims and I investigate them and find out you're, you're wrong. You're projecting. No, you're wrong. Liar! Yeah. Tell us what you know, you goddamn liar! That's a great so button. All, all that money I was talking about with Epstein, or uh, not Epstein, but um, what was his name? Enron? No, the guy that, that purchased the, the Twin Towers. Oh, oh yeah. uh, uh, something Steen. He was a tiny so, hat. Uh, Silverstein. Tiny hat. Silverstein. You're going to tell me all that money that, that doesn't raise your suspicion that it, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't my. blow my mind that a greedy fucking skyscraper owner is interested in insurance and fucking you know doing deals when it comes to his buildings. Or what was it? But How he many? Did it, he did it like literally like days before nine eleven and up upped it like more than double what it was actually valued at. And like like literally that was that that is, that in itself was like they 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 called it a super shady deal. I, I imagine a lot of super shady deals happen in skyscrapers. But I'm just saying, like yes, it seems suspicious. They had to go through like 25 different like coverages of uh, different companies to coverage this deal. That's how shady it was. I, I'm not saying that it doesn't look shady, but also I'm also saying it doesn't prove anything. 
But here, Keener. So we've been talking for quite some time now. So I'm going to let Mike, you do your closing statement about 9-11. Keener, you do a closing statement. I'll do a closing statement, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, I just want to say, Keener, it was good talking to you, dude. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that I know how anything fucking happens or how it happened or whatsoever. All I know is that it looked weird. I don't believe it. And that's what I'm sticking with. And I'll end just you don't have to believe what daddy tells you because daddy's not always telling you the truth. So just step back, take a breath and think about morally, morally, do you agree with what's happening? And that's it. That's all. I'm not saying that I'm a fucking fortune teller and I know the fucking truth ins and outs and all that shit. It's just that when I see something that just doesn't look right, I don't have a problem with calling it out. And that's it. Okay. Keener. Yeah, I just, I wish people would take actual time, like, like both of you have, and, and not just, not just dig on, on your side of a case. Go, go to both sides. Right. Yeah. And, okay. and really try, try to prove your, your own thoughts wrong and, and stop just taking things at face value and what the media tells you. I mean, if, if 85 or 78 or no percent of America distrust the media, then why are so many people still following the media and what they're telling you. Not enough people are following like the independent reporters like Abby Martin or, or people that are just going over and they're being funded by, by actual Americans who have Americans interests at heart. And, and listening to those people who are actually going to the countries and, and showing you firsthand what's going down. And they're not telling you what to think. They're just showing you what's happening. You think what you want to think, make up your own opinions and formulate your own hypothesis. It's just stop being fed the grass of the government is just mowing at you. Like it's just, it kills me to see Americans who can't think for themselves. And this, this, this isn't like a millennial. These are grown. I'm talking grown people who, who just listen to a few things and believe it. I'm a like baby boomer. Movies. How dare you? <laughs> I'm a baby boomer. We went to the fucking moon. What did you do? <laughs> but I mean, I just wish Americans would start, would start thinking for themselves and be more critical thinking. And don't, don't be afraid to question the, the mainstream media or, or the main agenda because typically it's going to have some holes. When you have this many holes in, in 9-11, it, it raised a lot of questions where an actual investigation must be done. And it's not just, it, it needs to be done for the families of, of all the victims, of the people that actually did die. Because I did go to school for criminal justice and that tears my heart apart that these people for, what, almost 20 years now still don't have full justice of who, who's truly behind it. Like there's too many questions that are that are not answered, and the people deserve they deserve the answers. Okay, awesome, dude. That's great. All right, so my position is nobody cares. <laughs> but uh, like as soon as I said, like oh, my position is Mike just oh, good for you. <laughs> my position is is like. Do I believe the entire official story? No. I think there's probably a lot of shit they missed or a lot of shit they just blatantly lied about. For instance, the 18 redacted pages that directly link Saudi Arabia funding this entire event. But the the alternative that's been pushed by all these fucking grievance people and loose change and all this stuff, it's just, it's just bullshit. And it's just taking anything they can and just pontificating themselves into oblivion. That's all they do. This is what I've seen. And every time I've argued with uh, like crazy conspiracy theorists, not like you, Mike, or not like you, Keener, 
and I've argued with other crazy conspiracy theorists. Crazy conspiracy theorists. Sure. It's always the same thing. They'll bring up a point, I'll fucking destroy it. Instead of just conceding that they just lost a point and just accepting that, they just go, and they just move on to something else. Mm. And like, don't address that. Like, no, dude, you brought this up. Mm. It's wrong. Mm. Be wrong. It's mm. okay to be wrong. And like, yeah. it's my, my whole, the, the alternative version that's been given to us is just, like I said, it's so fantastic. It's so fucking crazy. That it just, it doesn't make sense to me. The government is not this fucking amazing, fucking sinister, plotting, fucking amazing conspiracy device. It can't pull off something like this. I don't think anybody right, can pull it, off anything like this. Hold on. And then <laughs> I just, it just doesn't make fucking sense to me. I think he's about I to think, come. Hold on. I think 19 fanatics caught us with our fucking pants down and they fucking fell through the intelligence uh, communication crack between the CIA and FBI. And fucking, they, we thought we were safer than we actually were. And we got fucked for it. Yeah. That's what I think. So you think, you think a guy in, in a hole in the ground in a third world country that has reign over 19 dudes that probably has an IQ of... How dare you? Everybody wants to paint them as these fucking dirty, like, desert bums. They're not desert homeless people. Osama Bin Laden was a billionaire. How dare you? Mac Mac is a boomer. He's served for our country. (laughs) I'm Jesse Ventura, and I served... You can't. You can't tell me. How dare you? I we just, went to the my moon. My governments lied to me all the time. We went Why to the moon. Why would they lie to me? We about went over this? there and looked for mass bombs of destruction. How it's dare you? All right. So now the end of the debate. We're gonna have uh, Keener. You can get in on this. Uh, we're gonna have the get fucked poser fucking section where me, done. you, and Mike just all scream at each other like we've been wanting to this whole time. No, I, I've been perfectly fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm pretty calm. It's just I mean, yeah, I am not calm. Yeah, no. he's sweating. He's sweating profusely. I, I'm not sweating because I'm nervous. I'm sweating because I'm fat. I can get heated on this because I mean, it's just annoying to I, when I've you have always, people I've that don't know that, what they're talking that, about. I've always had that white knight thing, and I've always wanted to serve my country, and then and then I go do serve my country, and you can attest to this, Mac. When we were over there, man. Like every day, we're looking at each other, like, what the fuck are we doing over here? Yeah, the second tour was a little weird. But in general, like in general, like the fact that we just go to places and why aren't we actually voting like we're democracy? Why are people, we have, we have the internet. Holy shit. We have Facebook. Like everyone that's got a pulse has a Facebook pretty much. So why can't we just vote like on certain things? Like if we're going to go to war, I think you need the whole support of the public. Not a bunch of dudes that have been right. lying in their pockets for the past 20 decades because they're, they're career politicians and we can't get them out. I like so it. It's just like, I like it. Why, why, are, why aren't we talking to other countries like uh, just a think tank type thing, like civilians getting together of Iran or, or whoever that we're having issues with? And like, look, hey, this is how we feel. I, I wasn't born in America, hating the Middle Eastern. I had no clue about anything over there until our government told us all this gossip about them. Every Muslim I've ever met have been insanely nice to me, so welcoming, welcoming to their home. They feed me. They would do anything. I've, I mean, met, I've, some, met, I've met some pretty rough customers in Afghanistan. Well, you can you can I find rough that. customers. I'm saying, I'm saying in America, you can't compare <laughs> someone that's used to a third world condition to someone that's no, American. No, I, actually, you make a really good point. I've I've said this for years. I was just like, as much as like the Muslims here in America, American Muslims want to defend all these crazy actions and crazy uh, Muslims in Muslim countries. I was like, they they have z- American Muslim has zero in common with a Middle Eastern Muslim. Zero. Right. I'm like, they have way and more in common with me and you than they do with anybody in fucking Afghanistan. My boss from Pakistan told me that over there, the people are impoverished to such an extent that they will be starving and they'll say, hey, we'll give you a week's worth of food if you just hold this flag, the American flag, by the way. You look into the square box 
And we know you don't know English, but just say uh, it's death to America. And they have them doing that over there. Now, if you're starving and you've never even heard of America, are you just going to repeat what the hell you just said because he just, he just promised you a week's worth of food to feed your family? Of course you're going to say that. Well, I, I, that, that, that may be true. That may not. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. But all right, buddy. Well, Mike G., I want to thank you again for this lovely debate. I think it went pretty well. <laughs> yeah. We both, like, we got heated. It's exactly what I wanted. It was actually a lot of fun for me. All right. And then, uh, Keener, thanks a lot for being on the show, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll yeah, have you back cool. on to, to fucking yell at us some more. I had a great time. Talk later. All right, later, bro. All right, everybody. We want to thank you for being on this show, and we'll talk to you guys later. Thank for yourself. Bye-bye. Hello.